Okay, I'm going to start recording in three, two, one, go. Recording in progress. Oh, Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, it is it is a date in September. <laughs> you don't know today's date? <laughs> it's a day and a time and a place. Well, I know where I'm at. I'm a home. And we're in Toronto, and I and I got and I got some. I, I'm in great company, so that's always a bonus. It's September sixteenth. September sixteenth, yes, but Thursday. The, the show, the radio show, will be airing on September eighteenth. So that's there correct. You go. That's correct. But this yeah. is the podcast version. Sure. So we're, we're we're shouting out our podcast listeners, and uh, how you doing? Is Solitaire DJ Ready Fox no better than Nina? How y'all doing? Good. Nina, Good. how are you? Good. Tired. You're always tired. Uh, yeah, kind of. My my baby cousin from Vancouver was here, so I haven't been napping at all. I've just been using my nap time to play with her so I can get as much time as possible. Right. Get it in. Get it but, in. Uh, yeah, but now she's she left today, so I, I got a quick nap today after work. But You're a napper. Nice. She's a napper. Yeah. Yeah. What, and how was your week, Solitaire? My week has been uh, a, a, a huge learning curve. I'd prefer you, you know, not do that, though, with the sound that that makes from you uh, trying to move something on the mic arm there. <laughs> so, so terrible. Sorry. Uh, you didn't hear. Ignore that. Ignore that. Um, my week has been tremendous. Good. That's, it's been tremendous. No, people, the, uh, not many people say tremendous when they're describing their week, so that's pretty good. You must have had a good week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. Well, this full, you know, full disclosures. A lot going on, but you know, we'll get into that another time. But I'm, I'm happy to be here with all of our loyal hashtag listeners. We appreciate that. How's your week, Ben? Ready? Yeah, it's been same old, same old. The, the same week as last week, as the week before, as it will probably be next. That is depressing. <laughs> it's not depressing per se. It's just it's been consistent routine. routine. Yeah, it, there hasn't been many changes in my day-to-day for the last uh, couple years <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know that's, i think that's good i mean I, I wouldn't say it's depressing because i think that you know obviously full disclosure me and ready we're, we're good brethren but i feel like it's that i think you're a person that thrives off of that consistency because you can focus on and pay and, and and give your energy to what what serves you sure yeah you know? <laughs> wisdom from solly yeah, there you go. It's full there of wisdom. All right, so are we going <laughs> to tee up what we're going to talk about this week? Even though we're kind of over time, we're starting later than we usually do this week, and um, where this is going to be a bit of a, a soldiering situation for us to get through this, but we'll be all right. But uh, do yeah, we, yeah, do we want What happened, Nina? I was going to say let's leave it as a surprise. What's what's the surprise? Uh, what the uh, topics and shit? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. Nina doesn't want to give anybody the cue up for what we're going to talk about, so we're just going to steamroll our way through this. Okay. Like the soldiers that we are. Sure. Okay. I like this. <laughs> I'm down for this. Okay. So you can start the radio show whenever you want, Solitaire. All right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Of all ages, of all sizes and shapes and walks of life. Good morning. Welcome to Hashtag, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuned in, dialed in, locked into the greatest conversation on the planet. Yours truly, Solitaire, DJ, Reddy Fox, and no better Nina. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. We're so Cosmos- What's that? I was going to say, we're so close to the election. We're almost there. Just a couple well, of early, days. I early voted. You early voted? You did? Right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. There's an election. There's an election going on. Okay, we're going to ask Nina about that a little later on when we talk about the election. But it's almost here. It's almost over. It was a quick election cycle. 
I went on. Oh, oh, I thought. Wow, we're tired. I thought you were asking me if it was quick to vote. <laughs> she thought you were asking her if, her if her voting process was quick. Her early vote was quick. But you're talking about the election cycle was quick. Yes, Awkward. yeah. Like, oh, man, okay. Go, go, continue, continue. Pretend this never happened. Go. No, well, uh, listen, I think that I agree with you, Reddy Fox, and that's kind of what I was alluding to when you're like, oh, there's, there's an election. Because when you hear election, we're so traumatized by the fact that America always seems to be in a perpetual state of oh, election. Oh, they're always in election mode in the States. Always, <laughs> that, always. Uh, you know, and even after the after the big election happened, there's been a whole bunch of other elections for governors and it all this never kind of stuff. It never stops. It never stops with them. I think ours has been it's be- definitely been under a month since he called the election officially, and uh, now we're like ju- we're just like I think what? it was like six weeks, a couple of days away. I think it was a six week campaign from from when it started. So crazy, yeah. so crazy. So obviously, we're gonna touch on that. Uh, during this week's episode, we've got uh, we've got billionaires who are flying into space. We've got anti-vaxxers protesting in front of hospitals. Oh, before got... before we get into all that, though, how was your week, we're not, guys? Yeah, we're not yet. yeah, I was about to say, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we'll get into that. But yeah, Nina, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> we're all good. Just well, how was your week? Was it busy? Are you tired? You're always tired, Nina. Yeah, I am always tired. Uh, my baby cousin from Vancouver was here, so I was just spending a lot of time with her before she left. And uh, oh, nice. nice. Now she's gone, and the house is quiet, and it's kind of sad. I think but. I saw you post a picture on Instagram where she was wearing like this bib, but it had pearls on it or whatever. Yes! So that looks so cool. Like I've never seen something like that before. I yeah, thought you photoshopped a- it. No. Right. <laughs> Haters going to say it's Photoshop. Ready, Fox, I think that, you know, you have a nice balcony. I don't know why I have this random thought in my head because we're obviously going to go next to, to you to see how your week is doing. Okay. I think, you should, I think you should grow something. I think you should grow some vegetables or some. I think you would have. I think you would be an amazing. There's green nothing about green about my thumbs. Where nothing. is this coming from? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. I don't Where is this coming from? Yeah. I, have you ever heard if... me speak about or say I've no. ever had an interest in gardening? anything never Never. i don't know that's what the grocery store is for man (laughs) uh but anyway so how how are you how was your week it was uh, it was good my weeks are usually the same it's pretty consistent with me with what my schedule has been for two years (laughs) so i guess for the most part ever since the pandemic started i've been working from home and stuff and we're recording remotely and everything so we've been doing the radio show but my weeks just kind of the the weather changes. The weather does change, though. So there you go. Those, those are the changes for me. Oh, well, that's that's uh, that's uh, that's awesome. At least that's, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, about your- yeah. So Alter, how was your week? My week has been a very transformational week, to be yeah. honest with you. There's oh. a lot to go into, but I just want everybody to know that I'm happy and you know things are going well. Good. Um, it's always it always feels good to kind of jump into a new situation in life and transformational. And be, that sounds like transformational. You, sounds like you had a yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you had a very good week. That's that's nice news to hear out of all of us. Nina's tired. Everything's always the same for me, but at least some good stuff's happening with you. So that's good. Oh, I'm tired. I'm I'm, I'm definitely tired. Yeah, definitely but tired, tired is just my personality trait at this yeah. point. And- yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, well, anyway, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're always, always happy, even when we're tired. That's how yeah. you really know. That's a true sign of dedication that we are still excited to bring this show to you. Of course, we appreciate everybody who has clicked that subscribe link on our Twitter and Instagram page at hashtag vibe 105 uh and if you haven't why haven't you make sure you follow us on all our social media where we uh engage as much as we can as you know everybody's busy but you know you know even when when nina's busy and she's the resident uh millennial representative you know uh you know things are tight but we always appreciate to hear from you and uh to hear your feedback at hashtag vibe 105 on twitter and instagram and now let's go over to nina with a poll question of the week Okay, so uh, the week before last week, we asked Kanye's Donda had the second biggest album debut on Spotify with 100 million streams. Mm. Do you think Drake's certified lover boy will beat it? The options are, yep, it's Drake, no way, or I don't care for either. So 4% of people said they don't care for either. Wow, not as much as I thought. Yep, 10% (laughs) of people said no way. And 85% of the votes said, yes, Drake will beat Kanye, and he definitely did, yeah. and we're going to talk about all of that in music news. Um, now, this week, we're asking, do you think Nicki Minaj spreading misinformation regarding her cousin's friend's male parts being impacted by the COVID-19 vaccine is any different from Kanye West saying slavery was a choice. The options are no, it's all misinformation. Yes, completely different. Or whose parts? Right. right. <laughs> Head over to at hashtag Vibe105 on Twitter, uh, on Twitter to make your vote count. Oh, we are going to talk about that a little later we're not going to wait for the poll question results for next week. We're going to talk about that in politics as usual. For sure. Yep. Oh, my lord. Oh, man. Nina's, listen, uh, Nina's jacking my stuff. Yeah, I did. Sorry. <laughs> hey, but listen, not to say that it lit the uh, internet on fire this past week is, uh, is an understatement. It's, mm-hmm. That's one of those uh, news from a music artist that grows beyond just new music news. And oh, yeah. kind of Muse. Yeah, so, there was no way anyway. I could not not talk about it. Uh, so we're definitely looking forward to that conversation. So much to be discussed on that. Thank you very much, Nina. So now, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on with the kind of headline. What kind of headlines? Where's the, the sound effect? Coming. He's prepping. He's prepping. Okay. Let me do my thing. You know, the headlines of this week, according to hashtag as we see it, it is time for. Have you heard? There you go. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, let's jump right into it. Um, first and foremost, uh, Toronto, um, I'm ashamed of some of our citizens. I'm ashamed what? of some people. Why? Um, anti-vax protesters uh, targeting hospitals. Oh, oh yeah. 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 So um, if you haven't been brought up to speed or have been kind of like keeping your eyes away from mainstream news, like I have trying to be... In, have been trying to do. Uh, Last Monday, demonstrators and protesters gathered outside of hospitals across Canada to protest the COVID-19 health policies. Mm. That's fine. Uh, Referring to vaccine passports, vaccine mandates. Uh, Patients and healthcare workers sometimes had to be escorted through the crowd by police to protect their safety. Um, Ah, wow. Trudeau and Jagmeet Singh want to criminalize protests that block hospitals uh, as a result of the this uh, terrible occurrence. What 
uh, I'll start with you, Nina. What are your thoughts about protests at hospitals? Um, why wasn't the regular street good enough? And <laughs> what is protesting at a hospital though gonna do? Like, bro, they don't make the vaccine in the hospital. Like, what are you like? Well, why are you doing this? Like, what what is the reasoning? They don't. They never even gave these people. Never even gave any type of reasoning as to why they're doing that. It just doesn't make any sense. Like. Mm. It's not like you're, it would make more, uh, this is, a, I'm not endorsing this, but it would make more sense to do it at the places where they give out the vaccines than the hospital. Like, does, would that not make, make There's any too sense? many locations, I think, for that. So it's just easier no, to be effective then spread out. <laughs> right. These people are very smart. Anyways, yeah. that's no, my, what, what about you, Ready? I'm dis- disgusted, I guess, by this, like, here's the thing i've always tried to be impartial in terms of i'm not trying to cast you know shame on anybody if they choose whether or not to get vaccinated i've just never understood the aggressive nature for from some of the anti-vaxxers and we've seen it like people protesting outside of restaurants and whatnot so even that i thought was a bit too much but this is going way too far to me this is this doesn't make sense to me if you're upset about the policies that are being implemented passports or mandates or whatever the case is protest at parliament queen's plate like or queen street or whatever like downtown like queen's park sorry there you go just that's where you should be protesting the hospitals that doesn't make any sense to me and you're not winning any support especially not for me like a, no no i don't know i don't like it what about you solitaire listen when i when i first came across news uh I, I immediately, it was one of those triggering headlines where I was like, okay, I'm going to have to put this aside right now because mm. I don't have the emotional capacity to invest time reading about people who thought it was a good idea that in order to show their frustration with the government and their COVID-19 mandates figured that they were going to interrupt the lives of people who were just going to the hospital to visit their family and friends and nurses who work at the hospital. To me, at this point, uh, you know, I'll, uh, you know, I'll leave my comments about vaccine hesitancy and doing your own research just in relation to what um, the Nicki Minaj, uh, Nicki Minaj is talking sure. about. I'm going to leave my comp- reserve my comments about that for later. But at this point, uh, if you're associating with these protests um, and that are occurring in front of hospitals, I'm just going to say, you know, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Okay. You know, okay. at this at this level, you sh- there should be a level of decorum. And this is not about saying you, you don't have a right to protest. Everybody has a right to effective, if, you know, protest. And sometimes it gets a little bit vigorous and intense, depending on what it is that you're protesting. Have you, have you seen at least what's been happening on the campaign trail with Justin Trudeau? Like, oh, yeah, I mean, with the rock throwing people have and thrown, the... like they were through gravel at this guy. Like, I understand we've seen a lot of anger, especially since the pandemic has started with a lot of people, like the way it's been handled and whatever restrictions that have been put in place. And there's a whole laundry list of reasons for people to be angry. But the level of anger and the way it's being expressed, I don't get it. Listen, I've been saying since we started this show. We're doomed. Four years ago, <laughs> yes. Four, I agree. Four years and the ago. reason, and the reason is, as soon as we cannot engage in civil discourse, and people start resorting to throwing rocks at well, the prime minister okay. and protesting in front of hospitals, right. that means that we're not like. That is, to me, an indication that we're beyond reasonable, rational conversation. Because 
if we can't agree on common facts between the sides and you're starting to, and that's my issue with the whole idea of I'm doing my own research. I think I was watching Trevor Noah's response to Nicki Minaj and he's like, so what does your research entail, Nicki Minaj? Are you going through and reading the reports of the results of all these different trials of vac- vaccinations? Save that for pro- politics as usual. Yes, we talk Sorry. about it for later. But yeah. here, yeah. To, to that point, though, I don't even care about that. If you are saying that you have your own information for why you're against, you know, the mandates or the passport or whatever, that's fine with me. But you're misdirecting your anger by protesting outside of a hospital. And I think in Vancouver, even there was, it got out of hand a bit to the point where they were blocking the way for like an ambulance to get into the hospital because they had a patient that they were bringing to the hospital. Like that, that to me is you're not winning any support. Mm-hmm. So uh, as a result of these ridiculous protests, uh, Justin Trudeau pledged to criminalize protests that block hospitals and other healthcare facilities. It would make uh, this new legislation would make it a criminal offense to intentionally block access to any healthcare services yes, building, I'm... including Good. vaccine and abortion clinics, as well as intentionally intimidating or threatening a healthcare worker would also become a criminal offense. And obviously crim- constitutional law experts agree that such a law would still abide by the charter of rights and freedoms for everybody who is so worried about all your freedoms and rights being <laughs> taken away. And as long as it doesn't go any further than protecting access to healthcare, which is an essential service, which right. makes perfect sense because if any one of those, see, I'm the type of Scorpio that would say, okay, facial recognition, mark all those people. And if I see you in a hospital or a doctor's office, Thank we're you. escorting you off the premises. Oh it's gosh. ridiculous. Anyway. That's dictator so, stuff. You can't do that. I know. That's I'm why kind of I'm not. What, I mean, that's why. I, I said I'm kind of with it. I agree. Thank you, Nina. Because you guys are Scorpios, both of you. You But that's why neither of us are running for office. Yeah, you should never be in charge of anything. (laughs) Yeah, neither of you. Yeah. And also, uh, uh, just to make a point, NDP leader Jack Yagmit Singh uh, has also similarly promised to criminalize any blockades to accessing healthcare, uh, as well as assault on healthcare workers. Do you agree with this absolutely rational response to this ridiculous occurrence, Nina? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's just like, bro, like, it's like when you're a kid in a classroom, like, if you act like a decent child, and you give everyone respect, you're, these rules that are going to impact everybody are never going to come into place. But if you're acting like a, a menace, these laws are going to come into place, because you've now created a new problem that, that clearly, people like you and yourself need to be disciplined for. Right. So in order for it to stop. Or slow down at least, but yeah. Ready do, you, ready, do you think that it should be a criminal act to protest outside of hospitals? Duh. Well, yes, but the thing is that they wanted to make sure that they had to stipulate, though, that it's it's only if, because they don't want to necessarily limit people from being able to, you know, protest. be out in public or whatever, and to protest as well. Like, right. I just think hospitals are a bridge too far, but they made sure that the language of it was specific to say that if you intentionally block access to the hospital... That's what the criminal act would be. But some people wanted to take it a step further and just say, no, you shouldn't be allowed to protest outside of hospitals, period. Right. So that's where people are. I I agree, though, because think about it like the hospitals are also like 
places where people are literally dying. Like, you think they want to hear you standing outside the window yelling about a vaccine when they literally are concerned about their last day and trying to get in as much time as they can with their family? Or what are people who are just having kids and, like, they want to spend time with their child? I I agree with you 100%. Like, I, I, again, it would be maybe going a little too far in terms of limiting people's freedoms to say that you're not allowed to be, I don't know, maybe a certain radius outside of a hospital you're not allowed to protest because people used to protest at like abortion clinics and stuff too right so mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. or whatever but like, again they made sure it was specific to say you can't block access to get to the hospital but they kind of did it those first couple of times when they had to have police escorting people to get into the hospital so for sure that should be criminal but again you just have to be careful about how far Listen, you take it right? I-, I want ceases to triangulate the uh, the cell phone records of all the protesters and get the facial recognition technology or the drones or whatever it is and find those people just that's, like the insurrectionists that's in why America. You're not in charge. <laughs> <laughs> you Lucky never know. For us all. Things, things might change. Anyway, has there ever been a Scorpio to... prime minister? I wonder. We're gonna have to look this I'm up. Sure to see. The I'm sure there has. I'm sure there has. And I bet you, what, whoever was in charge, the Scorpio, I bet you a lot of bad stuff happened in the country at that time. I and mean, we're gonna look. Uh, we're gonna have to figure that out. I think I think uh, I think William Lyon Mackenzie was a Scorpio. Yeah, I and bet he was you, a wild one. I bet you was petty too. I bet you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a part of it. Anyway, let's move on to uh, to pr- potentially some good news. The minimum wage in Ontario is about to go up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, right. Good news. Okay. That's good news. Do is this a tribute? No, My question is, what, was that? Oh, she's above. I'm above it now. Oh, she's not worried about that. <laughs> Nina's not worried about that. Nina's dripping I'm, on people. Yeah. I'm I'm just curious. No, no, this is actually a good thing. I I, I was actually still happy about it. Right. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where you kind of grit your teeth because it's like you're like, is this is did Doug Ford really do this or is 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 this oh, just easy campaigning right you now? You know, I never thought about that. Come on, yo, remember he he's there. He's uh, he's about to call an election in Ontario next year. He's he doesn't. Coming. He's not calling it. It's already scheduled to happen. Right. But there the thing go, is yeah. that I forgot about it because I've just been concerned about so many other things. But is this Doug trying to be sly? No, I don't, I don't think work. so. I don't think this will work. When you explain, I'll tell you why. Okay. All right. Well, well, let's see. So as of October 1st, Ontario's minimum hourly wage will increase by 10 cents from 10 from 14.25 to 14.35. Oh, it's better than nothing, but I know No, that it's not going to work. Like, bro, wasn't Kath, before Doug Ford came into uh, office, wasn't Kathleen Wynne promising a 16 something? Like that's what the people are waiting for, not ten cents. Like this isn't going to do anything. Yeah, it's right. it's. I I was surprised to see that too. That it was only ten cents, but I'll still take it for people. But yeah, no one's buying Bentleys off of this. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so students and liquor servers, both of which are paid under the provincial minimum minimum wage, will also see a ten cent increase. Good. Student wages will increase from. 1340 to 1350 uh liquor servers will increase from 1245 to 1255 hunting fishing and wilderness guides i don't know if any of you are hunters or gatherers out there this, but this but, is ontario um, man up north they're they're all out true. there yeah that's true uh they will see an increase of 25 cents hourly within the hourly wage uh, with the hourly rate wage increasing to seventy one seventy. Did you get that right? <laughs> yeah, I think that is right because I saw these numbers too, and I'm like, so the people that are making close to seventy dollars an hour, you're gonna give them. They're all making over seventy dollars an hour. You're gonna give them a twenty five cent increase, but people that are making fourteen bucks an hour, you're gonna give them a ten cent increase. I was this like, is why 
school is a scam. You get paid seventy-one dollars to shoot some animals and fish. Not even shoot them yourselves. You're the guide. I, I'm. T- oh I think God. there's a lot of skills probably involved in it, Nina. I think you're over. Oh, for sure. For I, sure. I'm for an sure. outdoor girl. You heard it here mm-hmm. first. I don't think Nina well, should have a hunting guide license or anything. <laughs> I, I don't condone this. <laughs> oh man so okay and there's also one last one home workers which the ontario the government defines as employees who do paid work in their own houses will also see a 10 cent increase of their wages going up to 15 dollars and 80 cents an hour oh, and uh, the government notes that students of any age including students on the under the age of 18 who are employed as home workers must be paid the home workers minimum wage rather than the students nina, nina clutched her pearls again <laughs> Yeah, I'm very confused. I'm finding out about a lot of jobs I didn't know existed. So I could get paid to clean my house. Is that what's happening here? What's a homeworker? A homeworker, listen, it was just defined as uh, employees who do paid work in their own homes. So you have to be, somebody would have to be paying you to clean your house. For you to be a homework. I think there's more involved than what Nina's thinking again, though. I think we, we have she's no just idea. freaking out about the wage numbers right now. I That's know. what you it know is. Why? You know why? Nina's so petty because she's it's all beneath her now. So this is irrelevant. This has no effect on her. So she so doesn't even care. I never took advantage of these things. I never thought about being a hunter, hunter and gatherer. Because you don't overall, live up north. You live in the city. You go to the store to buy your meal. Technically, I live north of Toronto. So. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but listen, I I don't know if this ten this ten cent uh, minimum wage increase is going to cut it. But it, now that I'm reading the details of it, I do believe this is a Doug Ford idea, mm. and a and a very weak one at that. But ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have time for for this segment of Have You Heard? We got to pay some bills. If you're listening to us on Vibe 105, please stay tuned. We'll be right back. For those of you listening to the podcast, stay with us. Yeah, that is definitely Doug Ford. He's like, so here's what we're going to do. Put in really, really big headlines that we are announcing a minimum wage increase. I think there are annual increases scheduled, though. So I think this might have been already scheduled. But again, what's 10 cents? That's what I'm saying. It worked because I, I, I never even clicked the articles when I seen it. I just saw the headline minimum wage increasing. I assumed by like $2 or a dollar. At least $15 an hour. Yeah, but uh, these 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 pinching pinchy penning bastards, you know, Hmm. so ridiculous. Man, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, Uh, here's here's a quick story before we jump back in because I don't know if you guys are space geeks like I'm a space geek and like excited about the potential of uh, pedestrians like you or me to go to be able to travel to the uh, the edges of the Earth. The uh, who was who was behind this? Making this happen? Was it Elon Musk? Yeah. Elon Musk. No. Yeah, well, Elon Musk. But um, there's a whole lot of firsts. But uh, SpaceX launches their first four amateurs on a private Earth-circling trip. Mm. Uh, so there was no professional af- uh, astronauts on this trip at all. Um, it's risky business. SpaceX's per- first private flight streaked into orbit uh, just this past Wednesday with two contest winners, uh, a healthcare worker, and their rich sponsor. <laughs> the most ambitious leap in tours in space tourism yet. It was the first time a spacecraft circled the Earth with an all amateur crew and no professional mm. athlete uh, astronauts. <laughs> and it's uh, Elon Musk. Like they need Elon LeBron Musk James is going to be. There. 
<laughs> Elon Musk, I can't remember who said it, but he's either going to be the world's greatest superhero or the world's worst supervillain. I think the supervillain really role has been for Jeff Bezos. Everyone's been saying he's the going to be the supervillain. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does have the supervillain disposition. You're saying uh, Elon's going to be a uh, he's a uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, Tony Stark. Maybe not. I think Jeff he's not Bezos as cool though. Would he's kill him. Cool. I think Jeff Bezos would probably kill him. <laughs> like just straight up, just straight up murky. If you're going to be a villain, you got to take out people that could <laughs> stand in your way, and that's all other billionaires. But um, he should be the, probably the only billionaire that Jeff Bezos should be afraid of. Like, he could listen, probably la- beat up listen. Mark Zuckerberg. Like, he beat the shit out of Mark Zuckerberg. Like, <laughs> See, so like, listen, physically? Huh? Like he physically beat up Mark Zuckerberg? No, I'm no, not no. saying he did. <laughs> I'm saying he could. I would love to see that, though. I would love. I'd pay to see that. Oh my god! They see billionaire boxing. Billion. I would. No. I know. I mean, I just want to see Zuckerberg get beat up. I don't want to see billionaires (laughs) having fun boxing. (laughs) What makes you think they'd have fun boxing? They want to beat the shit out of the competition. Yeah, no. I just want to. I want to see Zuckerberg. I'd see Zuckerberg fight Oprah. That would be amazing. Stop! Stop changing the subject. Stop changing the subject. Stop! 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 My question is. When your opportunity comes, are you guys going to space with me? No, not with an amateur crew. Well, well what am I going to do there? Like, like, can I relax on a beach? Like, can I tan? Like, are there beaches? Are you, you crazy? Like, you can. Like, what, what are you? You're, what does space you're mean? Get this is orbit space. the Earth. It's kind of cool, but it's kind of like it's not like a vacation. Like, I'll be stressed out. <laughs> that sounds so millennial bullshitty to me. Like, it's unbelievable. You Did have you a chance to go me? around the Earth. And she's she like, can I, can I relax? Me? Can I can I lawn out? Can I can I drink a beer? Like, what can I do? Especially if there's no professionals, that's stressful. Bro. That's I would the shit. That, that's where I'm like, no, because you because the plane. Nude. It's all listen. You know how many years the aviation industry is saying that planes fly themselves. The only reason that the pilots are up there is so that the that the passengers don't freak out. Yeah, you know what? I've seen enough movies where shit goes sideways up there and then they need to know all this technical shit to get through it and i would just feel you need professionals up there for i'm sure it's all like when you get when you see the pictures they're basically it's just all window and there's no button it's a a tourism and this is rich people shit too what if it runs out of gas or something and just drops where are you falling to you never come back and nobody ever knows where you are you have no reception you can't call people will know where you are they keep they (sighs) they will know where they are nina did these Forget it. Is Forget it. Is the trip it. over? Did they come back? What? You guys are listen. If, if 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 humankind if humankind depended on on the your on the what's it called the the uh, the pioneer spirit of like exploration and y'all were the leaders, we would our civilization no, no, would no. end tomorrow. No, no, no. Stop this. First of all, you know how expensive the ticket is going to be? That's the first thing. So this is rich It's on shit. me. I'll cover it. I'll okay. pay. Great. Ah, right. okay. Wait, did these people come back yet? Or are they still up there? Yes, of course they came back. That's why it's a story. And what right. did they have to say about it? They said it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but you know, they're paid to say that, though. They're not going to say it's the worst experience of my life. Elon won't Guys, let them say they, that. They, what are you... they didn't get to I... eat nothing. I didn't I, listen. They I just don't got know. to take pictures of the planet. Like <laughs> they got to take pictures of the planet. Not up there. Did they even turn on up there? Do they even have pictures? <laughs> Your phone should be able to turn on up there. I'm or they so would give mad. you disposable cameras. I don't I'm know so, that. I'm so mad that I brought up this conversation with you guys. I, listen, oh, I would do it with a professional never... crew. I would do it with a professional crew, and if the ticket's not too expensive, help me out. 
<laughs> anyway, let's. <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. You think it does? You don't need a crew. Yes, you That's- do. For safety, clearly you don't. Clearly you don't. It's all automated. It's all automated. Professional driver. If we need professional (laughs) drivers in 2021, what makes you think you don't need a professional space? I'm not doing Uber in space. I'm so mad at you guys right now. I'm so mad at you guys right now. You're crazy. (laughs) That shit sounds like Uber in space. It really does. I'm not doing that. I'm furious. New way. You're crazy. All right, let's go. Let's go back into the show. Okay, uh, you can start whenever you want. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the program. You're tuned into hashtag right here on Vibe 105 on Five Vibe 105. Oh, you're you're oh. mixing the word vibe and five is what you did there, right? Sure. Yeah, okay. that's what I was doing. Uh, we are always we are obviously on every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Yours truly, solitaire DJ Ready Fox and No Better Nina. And now it is time for politics as usual. Over to you, Ready. All right. Well, there's been a lot going on. We already kind of foreshadowed what we're going to talk about with the whole Nicki Minaj Indeed. thing. So Indeed. The, the angle that I would like to take for this, for this whole Nicki Minaj thing, is um, celebrities kind of being forced to be role models. Because, you know, I don't feel, I feel like Nicki took more heat than she deserved. And you know me, I'm not necessarily a huge Nicki Minaj fan, but I just try to call it like I see it. And it seems like we have a new term now, because this is the first time I've heard people use the term vax shaming. Have you guys vax shaming? -shaming? So that's apparently what was happening to Nikki. She was getting vax shamed for what she tweeted. So we'll talk about that. Um, Also, we have to talk about Alberta. Like, we don't want to talk about vaccines and uh, vaccine passports and mandates and all that. But Alberta was kind of like a test, an experiment, so to speak, because they decided to not have any restrictions. They were just going to let anything happen. And everyone was kind of watching. and, and, And you know what happened? Anything did happen. Sort of, kind of, yeah. They had to declare a health emergency, and um, they're going to have to institute a vaccine passport uh, system, and a whole bunch of new restrictions are coming into play now in Alberta. And um, I just want to talk about it a bit, because this is the big story for me, because when they were making those announcements before about Alberta not, you know, doing any contact tracing, no mask mandates, everyone was like, if you're for or against it, you wanted to see Alberta as your example of how it could be done so to speak mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if you were mm-hmm. if you were against all these mandates and everything went well in alberta you would prop it up and say see as an example and for everyone that was like trying to say you know well i think you should have mandates in place you don't want your numbers to get out of control and this week they're saying see look what happens so we'll talk about that also facebook actually did research to see how harmful instagram is in terms of people for their anxiety and self-image and all that they found some pretty alarming results, even though publicly they, they sing one tune. What the results were from there's this uh, research project that they did showed something completely different. And the Wall Street Journal was actually reporting about it as well, too. So those are the things we'll talk yeah. about. So real quick, crucial. the election is right around the corner. Today's September 18th. It's the 20th, just a couple of days away. Have you guys been paying attention to the election? Nina, you said you already voted. Yeah. So how did that go in terms of how did you go about voting? Did you do a mail-in vote? Did you just go to a polling nope. station? I went to the polling station on one of the early voting days. Um, I went on a Sunday night and it was an hour long. I had to wait still. Wow. Yeah, which was way long. Last time I voted, I only waited like 10 minutes, but it was an hour long. I think because COVID, because the amount of people, they're loud inside the room at the time. Right. But um, 
but but yeah, I, I voted and uh, got. How it was out. it though? Was it organized at least? Like it wasn't. You didn't feel like yeah. they were wasting your time, right? No, yeah, it was organized. It was just a lot of people, and like they wouldn't stop coming. Like people came right up until nine o'clock when like the poll is supposed to be closing. Like people were still joining mm-hmm. the line like at eight fifty eight. And mm-hmm. were they asking you for any proof of vaccination before you could get in, or what? No, no, no proof of vaccination. Just uh, just your voter card, and even if people didn't have that, it was fine. Uh, and yeah, you just did your little checkbox and okay be- before we get to you solitaire one last question so were you paying attention like did you pay close attention to the what was happening on the campaign trailer did you kind of already have an idea who you wanted to vote for and you just wanted to get it out of the way um i uh you don't have to I say did... who you voted for just did you pay attention to what was happening like the day-to-day <laughs> stuff on I the campaign trail pay close attention i saw some of the headlines i saw some stories you know and because of what we talked about on the show too and stuff um but uh yeah i never really paid close attention i kind of already knew where my views aligned with and okay. uh but yeah okay and solitaire for you have you been paying close attention to the day-to-day campaign stuff what's happening in the news with whether it's trudeau or o'toole or jagmeet I have not been pay- paying as close attention as I would like to have. I, okay. You know, um, it was quick, though. I've it was a quick been... election, too. So Yeah, but I mean, I, I've gotten the gist of where everybody stands. I feel like the Green Party is in trouble, <laughs> but uh, it's really kind of... But I mean, it was it was, it was it's almost like it was by design. It almost right. like that party. And I don't know if you guys heard recently, Annie actually uh, made the point of saying that she had considered resigning, but she didn't want to, you know, she didn't want to abandon the party in the middle of right. what she saw was uh, she's been in, in a fighting election. A opposition. She's been fighting the good fight. Yeah, she, she's not only fighting, like, against the other parties, she's fighting her own people within the party as well, yeah. too. So, like, she's getting it from both directions. So, yeah. Um, yeah and it's... the actually recent polling, um, I don't know how much it's changed since um, Thursday. We were talking about this on Thursday, and you guys are listening to us on Saturday. But the conservatives and the liberals were pretty much in a statistical tie um, mm-hmm. going into at least the time of us recording the show. And, um, you know, the conservatives actually, they've been getting some votes getting siphoned off by Maxime Bernier's party. The, oh, the party people of Canada. I think it's what it's called. The party people of Canada. Party, the, yeah, people's party. I don't know. The, party, who, the people's party. Of Can- you know, I don't know. If it's a party, I'd never want to, I would never of, go to that party. Yeah, it's not the party people of Canada. Of Canada. <laughs> it might as well be, though. It might as well be because those people would probably vote for, for like week long parties or something ridiculous. That The party people of Canada would have the most young people membership ever. Like that. That would be amazing. <laughs> anyway, so we'll see what happens. We're only a couple of days away. So you're planning on voting solitaire? Of course, of course. Okay, and I, well, I might... think that I've been, uh, I've gotten the gist of uh, most of these, everybody's platforms. I think, uh, you know, Trudeau has the hardest sell because obviously when you're in office, like all your mistakes are glaring. Right. But I will say, I'm not trying to make any predictions or put anything into you. I was just going to ask I... you guys for predictions. I would not. Uh, I would not put it past O'Toole. O'Toole pulling it out, and you know why? Mm. I think the last thing that I heard that I would have to say, if I'm being honest with myself, I'm impressed with the honesty is their stance on achieving like their goal, the goals for climate change in Canada. And they're like, 
we're not going to try to increase it to impress you that we're taking climate change seriously. We're trying to give a projection of what we think we are going to be able to do. Right. And that kind of honesty as a politician that can potentially somebody could use that as, as fodder to be like, Oh, well, you're not really serious. Right. I found that to be really impressive. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give no wow. lies. So I wouldn't be surprised if he ekes it out. I think you might be falling for the okie doke. I don't trust. Oh, it's Aaron. okay. It's it's not I'm not me falling for it, but I'm it's an impressive okay. it's an impressive uh, gesture. I yeah. have to give credit where do you credit think is. it's true? Like, do you think he really stands by that? Because he's what trying to overhaul the image of the party. Like Andrew Scherer didn't yeah. do him any favors for what he no. tried to do with the party and all that stuff. But I he has said some things that have gotten my attention because it's coming out of a conservative's mouth. Like for him to say certain things, but I don't know if he's really just saying that because he's just trying to win over new voters and show, you know, we've turned over a new leaf or whatever. I will mm. say this. Okay. And it's no surprise for anybody listening to this. I'm not really a conservative voter. I'm willing to listen to them, but I will usually vote either liberal or NDP or whatever. But, um, you know, I don't know. I don't trust that Aaron O'Toole is being sincere necessarily. I think he's trying to convince us. And mm. but I actually predict I think it's just going to be another liberal minority. I don't think I'm really stepping outside mm. of the box by saying that or whatever. Yeah, I, but I, I would I mean, just to kind of just to reiterate as far as like it's not me falling for it. But I think, yeah. you know, compared to conservative platforms or just like people in the conservative party who flat out refuse to acknowledge climate change. Right. I think it's it's a. Obviously, it's a strategic uh, pre- presentation of their of their platform. I was going to say that as well. And I think it's an easy thing for him to show that they've progressed. But for me personally, when I start to hear more of conservatives at least acknowledging the fact that systemic racism exists, right, right, and you exactly. start to make that part of your platform in terms of what you're planning on doing, then I'll take you guys way more seriously. Or at least I'll pay more attention to you guys, maybe <laughs> take you a little more seriously. There was not, not a thing out of his mouth when it came to indigenous issues or systemic racism and all that stuff. And you need to address those things as prime minister. You can't ignore it. I know you want to use climate change to kind of show people you're being more progressive, but I would like to see you talk about those other things as well. So for sure, for sure. And I, and I would also say that his challenge I think is trying to bridge the gap between those members, because you know, there's a lot of people who are in his caucus that are, are definitely not where he's trying to take the party. So it's an interesting it's, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting situation. Um, obviously, if I if there was were to be a minority government, I would I, ideally I would think it would be liberal. But honestly, I don't know what it is. I would not be like I would not be completely disheartened if conservatives eke out a minority government. I'm okay with that kind of because I'm not impressed with Justin Trudeau. I don't think he's done a good enough oh, job no. to warrant getting reelected, but. It's always the case of like, you know, pick your poison type thing and people will vote Mm -hmm. liberal because they foresee a a worse outcome if we have a conservative party. We're Speak- focusing on we're focusing on too. What what about Jagmeet's chances? What do you think about that? Because I still kinda, don't, like, glazed over I still him. don't think Canada's ready to vote for um a Sikh or a Brown or like yeah. a you know, a minority in terms of being prime minister. I'm not saying yeah. who I'm voting for per se, but I'm definitely weighing the options in terms of not doing the strategic thing that I usually do and vote liberal because I'm trying to keep conservatives out of party. So Mm. I still got to make my decision by September 20th. But for all that fear mongering that the liberals might do about the conservatives, 
they're using what's happening in Alberta as an example of what could have happened in Canada um, if Aaron O'Toole were to be in charge of the country. So Ooh. nice way to pivot into what's happening in Alberta because Jason wow, Kenney, well, Jason Kenney basically announced that they're in a state of a health emergency in Alberta and uh, they've got sweeping new COVID-19 measures that will be taking place. They started taking place as of Wednesday. He even apologized for his government's handling of the pandemic, which doesn't make Aaron O'Toole look good because he was just praising Jan- Jason Kenney just a little while ago. And he still won't publicly admit to saying that Jason Kenney did a bad thing or like did a bad job, I should say. And now, of course, of course Justin Trudeau is trying to say, look, you see what's happening in Alberta? What do you think would happen with the country if Aaron O'Toole was in charge? That's not a bad argument to make. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. No, I'm just saying. it's not. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So basically, Jason Kenney, premier of Alberta, said they are facing a crisis of the unvaccinated in the province. And he's declared this health emergency for the province. He said, quoting, it's it's now become clear that we need to go further unless we slow down transmission, particularly among unvaccinated Albertans. Uh, we'll simply not be able to to provide adequate care to sick-based uh, current trends, basically. So he's basically saying that he doesn't want to stigmatize people if you're ch- choosing not to be vaccinated or not. But this decision for you to be vaccinated or not affects everybody. <clears throat> and for him to say this, he was adamant against not wanting to, you know, do the vaccine mandate and all that. But everyone was paying attention to Alberta to see how this was going to play out because they chose not mm-hmm. to have any mandates. They didn't want to have any va- max ma- mask mandates Asks, or anything like that. Nothing, None nothing. of that. They didn't want to do contact tracing. None mm-hmm. of that. So now that we're seeing this, do you think people seeing what's happening in Alberta will make them reconsider their opposition nope. to, to vaccine passports, mask mandates and all that stuff? I'll start with Nina actually, but Solitaire shaking her head. <laughs> no, uh, I don't think it will because, to be honest, like, this isn't st- – like, I really – like, I go on Twitter every day for the news, and that's where I see all the headlines. Mm. And, like, I didn't even, like, see, like, that it was this bad in Alberta, to be honest. Like, I really didn't even notice that. It's bad relative for their for their numbers in terms of their population. So Yeah, I never really even knew that. So I feel like, right. no, like, people aren't going to think about this. Cause, well, here's the thing, because Alberta – chose not to have any of the mandates or passports and stuff or whatever so what we're seeing now with them happening they're having to implement all these new restrictions businesses are going to have to dial down how many people they can have indoors the whole night even for just people getting having gatherings at their homes they're saying they're keeping it to they're saying you have to have a maximum of only 10 people who are vaccinated and if you're unvaccinated you shouldn't be attending any indoor gatherings these are going to be restrictions that they have in place which started on thursday and i'm like Here's an example of what could happen. Shouldn't this be enough now to maybe change people's minds? Because we don't want to have to re-implement this kind of stuff here in Toronto or in Ontario. And Solitaire is still saying no, not a chance? Not a chance. This is no longer an argument on facts and science Hmm. and research. This is an emotional argument. If you use that as an example of what's going on, I'll tell you, number one, they're going to say, oh, who who said that? The media is lying. They're distorting the numbers. How many of those are comorbidity? How many? They're going to use all the talking points that Hmm. anybody who was opposed to vaccine mandates or 
whatever the case is, that have been used since the pandemic started. It's not about rational, reasonable research. Do your own research. That right. to me is jumping. Doing your own research at this point is jumping the shark because ain't nobody doing research. Nobody's doing research. Okay. None of them. Oh, None getting, of you are up. doing research. Sorry. <laughs> Okay. All right. So any last <laughs> thoughts on that, Nina? Because this actually ties into the whole Nicki Minaj thing, because she was saying she needs to do her own research. Wow, the mm-hmm. segues are just banging today. <laughs> so last thoughts, Nina, Nina, before you go. Yeah, Nina, oh, any oh, last okay, thoughts? Go, 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 go. No, but just to ask you, though, do you think people are saying, okay, well, we don't want to have these kind of restrictions happening here, even though we already have low level restrictions, but we don't want to see our numbers have been going up a little here in Ontario. So <laughs> Uh, I don't think no, because they're going to say those things that Solly pointed out and they're okay. just going to say the virus isn't real. So Right. Okay. And so this is the problem. Everyone's getting their information from a whole bunch of different places. And one source where you shouldn't be getting your information from are celebrities, right? <laughs> it seems like it's pretty straightforward to say, like, you know, don't take medical advice from celebrities. But we have to be realistic about the environment we're living in right now, especially in the celebrity worship culture that we're living in right now. So if you have millions of people that are following you on social media, like Nicki Minaj, who has 22 million people following her on Twitter, or someone like Kim Kardashian, who has like 200 million people following her on Instagram or something like that, numbers are insane. So the question is, do you feel like celebrities don't kind of have a choice of being a role model, that they have to be responsible about the things that they tweet or the things that they say on Facebook or any social media platform? Do you think it's even fair that we hoist that on them because they didn't choose to be role models if they say they're not, but we're kind of saying, well, you don't really have a choice. So let me just put that out there for you guys before we get into the meat and potatoes of it. I'll start with you, Nina. Um, I think that celebrities like, like you have a talent and this talent just so happened to get you this far. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's on you to be a role model. I think it's on to, if we're talking about kids or like, like teenagers or even people like my age, like it's on either the parents or the other, the, the people looking up to these celebrities to like, know that these are also just regular people. Like, yeah, cool. You have an influence, but it's like, how much are they going to, are you going to allow somebody to influence you? It's like the old argument. Like if your friend jumps off the bridge, are you going to jump off of it too? Like, I don't think celebrities, to be honest, I've always been in that category where I don't think that they should automatically be forced to be a role model. Like, right. like, like you didn't like, it's not my fault. If like for me as a kid, like my parents really censored what I watched and listened to and stuff, you know? So right. like, I think, yeah, like it's not up to the celebrity. Like, Okay, so Solitaire, if you're, if you're a celebrity and you have a huge platform like a Nicki Minaj, she has, twenty again, 22 million people following her on Twitter. Should she be like kind of boxed into the thing of being, well, you have to be responsible about what you tweet because a lot of people are paying attention to what you tweet and it can sway people one way or another. So if she's like, I'm not a role model, does she have the right to say that? Or it's like the reality of what we're living in right now you don't really get that right. What do you say? Freedom fr- freedom of speech and freedom of choice is not freedom of concept freedom from consequence. Of course, Nikki could say and do as ever whatever she chooses uh, for her millions of fans because they've given her that platform and that power. But at the end of the day, I've been saying this pretty much since day one 
when I learned about this, you know, from I started learning about this whole music industry and entertainment game, which is the fact of the matter is, regardless of whether or not you choose to be a role model, you become one by virtue of being worshipped by your fans. Right. That's why it's called fans. Fans is short of is short for fanatic, which means that they're going to buy the shoes that you wear. They're going to eat the food that you eat. They're going to wear the jewels. They're going to aspire to be like you. And that kind of power comes with, you know, I, I don't know what cartoon character said it, but with great, with great power, great strength comes great responsibility. It is what it is. You can choose to accept it or deny it or ignore it. That's your choice as a human being, but recognize the impact that's going to have positively or negatively uh, as a result. And that's really all it is. Hold that thought then, because for anybody that may not know the the details of the story, so Nicki Minaj basically tweeted this week because the the Met Gala just happened, that annual rich people get together fashion event thing. What were you going to say? What, Nina? I said at the museum. At the museum, whatever. I don't care where it was. The point being is that rich people get dressed up and hang out and apparently it goes to awards a charity for like costume designers or something like that so that's part of the reason why people are so extravagant about it but she had an invitation to go to the met and chose not to go because you had to be vaccinated in order to attend and she said mm-hmm. um she didn't feel she was still working on whether or not she was going to get vaccinated because she's still looking at getting information but she actually tweeted talking about her cousin in trinidad who said that he got he knows someone that got vaccinated and they wound up becoming impotent, and then they had stuff happening to their genitals and all sorts of stuff. So this kind of forced a lot of people in media to start talking about, well, there's no research that indicates that getting vaccinated would cause those things. That like It created this whole firestorm. MSNBC's Joy Reid actually called her out on her show, and then Nikki shot back at her on Instagram, and they were trending because of their exchange in the whole nine. I actually feel like... Nikki didn't deserve the the heat that she took. And she did actually say in her tweets that she is planning on getting vaccinated because she wants to be able to go on tour, but she wanted to get more information and do more research. And I think as a result of this, she got an invitation to the White House mm-hmm. to to you know get the information that she might be looking for in order to, you know, make her let decision. me jump let me jump in right there okay, real quick. Go ahead. Sorry, because I, I mean I'm gonna get vaccinated anyway when it's time for me to get my bag and go on the road. Oh, okay. The fact that you add the fact, the very fact that you add that caveat in, Nikki, sit down, be quiet, be as, be as, uh, you know, as hesitant as you choose, but that's where the, the responsibility of being that famous, when you start saying, I don't know, and, you know, I want to do more research, that's what's perpetuating right. this whole research thing, because right. everybody who's listening to you, they're not doing research. And Nicki Minaj, but you're not that's doing not, research but that's either. Not her, but that's not her fault for people that choose to listen to her. And this is the thing. I no, would... that's, it's not, no, for sure, for sure. But the fact of the matter is, you have to recognize at, when you're in that position, just like there's certain, uh, who was it? Um, who was the comedian that said there's certain roles in life where you just, you have to be, you can't have a pilot who's like, ah, you know, I land 80% of the time. Like, nah, it's got to be 100% or or just abstain. You right. can also not say anything. Okay. Right? I guess, but you know what? This, this kind of ties in now to, because um, people are saying it's, it's kind of hearsay misinformation that she put out because she heard her cousin say that he had a friend 
But I was like, so that information gets out. More than 22 people, 22 million people see it because it trends and then it, everyone starts talking about it. And even like right wing people that are anti-vax was using this information or this tweet or the situation to right. kind of try to support their situation. And that's right. where I remember being angry with Kanye because he was saying that slavery was a choice. And I, my first thought was all these people that try to rewrite history are going to use that kind of thing as a tool to try to, you know, continue that type of misinformation. So I was like, are these things the same type of misinformation? Because if I'm trying to be empathetic towards Nikki and saying that I think people are piling on her too much, do I have to say the same thing about Kanye? And I was like, listen to this now. I was like, oh man, (laughs) I don't know how I feel about this now because reflection. Well, that's what I'm doing. So let's go back now (laughs) to the poll question that um, Nina had because this is this is what I'm weighing now with this whole Nicki Minaj thing. So people say that Nicki was spreading misinformation regarding her cousin, what happened with her her cousin's friend, and then Kanye said that slavery was a choice. Now. It's all misinformation. Is it completely different? And people may not know what's happening with the whole genital thing. So I'm going to leave that alone. I don't know why Nina included <laughs> that in the poll. But um, do you feel like it's all the same? Or do you think it's different? The Kanye thing versus what Nikki was saying. So if I'm saying that we're being too hard on Nikki, were we being too hard on Kanye? And I'll start with you, Nina. Uh, this is a tough one. I, I think it's slightly different, though, because the reason I say this is because COVID is fairly new, right? Right. And with slavery, like, people were taught about this in school and stuff, or maybe not in school, but they were taught about it and learned about it for years prior to Kanye making this comment. So, like, that fact was already, like, not Kanye's, Kanye's not a fact, but the fact that slavery happened and it was not a choice right. and it was forced upon people was already, like, the the fact and the narrative that was there and that people had already known. With COVID, because it's still new and, uh, like, right off the jump, there was a separation of people trusting it and people not trusting it, that's where I find it's different and I find... I guess in this sense, what Nikki is saying worse kind of than what Kanye said, because what Kanye said, like was already like people already knew like, okay, what he's saying, like he's just losing his marbles, whatever. But with Nikki, it's like, there's people who genuinely believe this because this is so new that they, they don't know really what the truth is. You know what I'm saying? All right. And just before uh, we go over to you, Solitaire, just to wrap up for summary, because we're just about out of time, but so do you still say yes or no in terms of the role model title that we kind of thrust upon uh, celebrities. Is it fair? Do they have to be responsible because they have such huge platforms? Yes or no? No. It's not fair? I'm. Yeah, it's not fair. I don't think they have to be role models. So they shouldn't be forced mm-hmm. to be role models and they shouldn't have to be responsible about what they say publicly? No, because they're regular people just like you and me. Okay. And look what publicly does anybody take me seriously no okay so solitaire we only we only have a (laughs) we'll we'll have to talk about that another time nina but solitaire so do you feel like this is kind of the same thing for kanye as it was with nikki in terms of misinformation i I think nikki's is much more egregious because it it, it literally affects what's happening in real time right we're trying to get more we're trying to encourage more people who are hesitant uh, against vaccine being vaccinated to get vaccinated okay. she is not enhancing that conversation 
She's detracting from it. Kanye's saying slavery was a choice. It's easy to go into the history books and be like, Kanye's an idiot. Let's move on. It's not really affecting anybody's health or safety. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going on the side of I don't think we should be forcing celebrities to have to be role models just because they have a huge platform. I think it's more so on people. If you choose to follow what these people say, that's on you. You shouldn't be taking your health advice from... It's not not about forcing them to be role models, but if you're going to speak on something that you don't know, it's like if you're listening to your celebrities about politics and about science and health issues then that's a problem that you really shouldn't be speaking on that. That the right. point that I think what she's trying to do, like be the voice of the hesitant. You're not the voice of the hesitant. You're not. She's not anyway. trying to be the voice of the hesitant. I think that's that could... what she was. That's what she said in her. That's kind okay. of what she was alluding to. She wanted to speak on behalf of people who, who just want to take some time to figure out what's going on and do their own research. I'm right. tired of this. Okay. All right. So that's it. We're out of time for politics as usual. Let's see what happens. Cause I think we're, there's going to be an update for this next week because I don't know if she's going to accept that invitation to speak to people or go to the White House. Probably going to be an update by Saturday by the time this airs. Well, we'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. But if there's any new, more updates for the story, we'll update everyone next week on the show. But that's it for politics as usual. All right. Much appreciated. Ready, Fox. Sorry, I get a little worked up. Here. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? This is, the only, this is my only chance to vent because I don't speak to people in regular life <laughs> because right. you don't know who knows or who's going to react. So I just keep my mouth shut. But uh, uh, appreciate that. We've got to pay some bills right now, ladies and gentlemen. If you are listening to the radio station, please stay tuned. We'll be right back. If you're listening to the podcast, stay with us. Yeah. You get worked up sometimes. You get the whole Nicki Minaj thing, yeah. Listen to me. Listen to me. You want to talk about it some more? You have to. You have to watch. You know who's really kind of grown into his own, especially during the pandemic? Trevor Noah. He's got some really insightful social uh critiques commentary just about everything and he's fun like honestly some of his some of his sense of humor is a little bit dry for for me but but his perspective and insight is razor sharp and he was kind of like you know he he you can see he's a fan and as a black man and as a very intelligent and intellectual man he kind of like was like nikki i hear you i hear you but he that's why he was really the one he's like what kind of research? What kind of fucking research Ooh. is Nicki Minaj doing? Yeah, what podcast time? I'm She's talking to her cousin in Trinidad. <laughs> your 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 anecdote is that my cousin said to spoke to some person. He got vaccinated and his balls, and he became impotent. You know the the prime minister, I think, or the the leader of Trinidad. He sp- he actually spoke about it in a press not just call. that, but I think a health minister in the UK had to spoke on it too. Doctor Fauci came on CNN to talk about it as well. Like that's the thing. Like that's part of what the conversation is, right? Go ahead. And here's the thing: the the vaccine that they offer in Trinidad is not even the same vaccine they offer in the states. Yeah, it's a different Chinese vaccine. That's so like get the, you, a different listen, name. Uh, I, I, All that I am... stuff came out, though, from the conversation that's happening now, because I didn't know that they were using a different vaccine in other countries. But that's, that's what I'm saying, Reddy Fox. So, this so maybe idea it did of... make his balls dry up. <laughs> Listen, that's the thing about fucking this whole thing about I'm taking my time and figuring it out. I'm doing my you're waiting until number one. 
it's time for you. Like there, you've exhausted all your options, and you're the like you're the last wildling, and you're like fuck. I want just want to sit down in a restaurant in a movie theater. You're gonna be one of those people, or you're gonna be forced to get it. Obviously, seeing the vaccines rates uh, spike when you know more and more employees employers are starting to require it, or you're just gonna just to the burning end of it you're just gonna say yo fuck that my body my choice or whatever the case is but the last thing that anybody is doing is fucking research oh my. you're not doing your research you're not yeah i my research is entailed reading uh articles and speaking to doctors that i know and trust that's been my research which has been very pedestrian pedestrian research Mm -hmm. articles you know what i'm saying like from journalists and people who are smarter than myself Mm. you understand what i'm saying like who you're these people are not referring to people who are smarter than themselves they're referring to people who are just fucking feeding their own insecurities and fucking misinformation and that's, I bet you Nicki Minaj has gotten more conservative fans that she's ever gotten in her life who don't give a fuck about, they think her ass is way too fat hey, let's, and let's, they love. Let's let somebody else say something here for a second. <laughs> sorry, so. sorry. Nina, sorry, what are you going to say? I'm I was going to say, did you guys see that they announced today they're changing the name of the Pfizer vaccine in Canada and the AstraZeneca? And, but I the, sure did. It's like it, it, the Pfizer name. It means community integration. Something else. Like that's that's what it it's means. a horrendous. It's a hold on. I'm gonna get. Community. I'm gonna look up the names right now. It's community. It's Why would they do that? Why Hilarious. not just keep the brand on it? I think it's community or like C O M I N. So they they can do commercials and it'll be easier to do commercials with the name brand instead of like things. Stupid! Yeah. Like, no, nah, I'm still saying I got Pfizer. Yo, the name for AstraZeneca was cracking me up too because it sounded yeah. so like. Okay, so here we it's go. Spike Spikevax. Yeah. Yes, so, no, no. That. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what? Spikevax. AstraZeneca actually will be named Vax Vaxevria. Vax Vaxevria. Vaxevria. Okay. You know what? You so know, Mo- you know what Moderna is called Spikevax. Yeah, Spikevax. <laughs> I got. That's what I got. I got Spikevax. You know. You know what they need. Is, you know what they need in in the in the health and sciences industry. They need some motherfucking artists. That's what they need. They need some rappers to come up with some names for the for these vaccines. Little Kofi. They're gonna make people correlate them with how the vaccine is gonna work, and it's just gonna make people think like 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 if I heard Spikevax, I'd be scared. That's what it's I, so, I got. That's a horrendous facts. name. That's a horrendous I name. I don't know who came up with these names, but yeah. So the <laughs> Pfizer is going to be called Comirnaty. 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 And something else. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying, I'm going on record as saying it. the, the pronunciation is Comirnaty. Okay. Well, I'm just going to call it Pfizer. So. Comirnaty. I'm a and Pfizer daddy. Spike Vax. I'm a Spike Vax guy. And then Vax, Vaxebria. For the AstraZeneca, that's not that's not that's not bad. Mm. Sounds like a planet. These sound like they're made from like. So what's the two Johnson and Johnson one called? Like, what would you uh, call uh, it? Dead uh, to me. JJ's yeah, D. To me, literally dead to me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Crazy. Anyways, <laughs> these are surreal times, man. Surreal. Hey, listen. These are surreal. How times. many years have we been doing this? And every year, I say we're doomed okay we're well, doomed let's move until on. until we can figure out how to get back to common facts that's not ever, and that's common like a common reality anyway. and that's what were you gonna say all right that no, was... i was gonna i was gonna get into i was gonna get into my my whole 
what I keep telling conspiracy theorists when they're like, they say, yo, I'm just, we're just seeking the truth. I'm like, do you okay. not realize what's that? No, I was going to yeah, say, well, in... let's talk about that in the next podcast segment. I'm going to write right. it down. What does okay. solitaire say to <laughs> Solitaire. Well, I'll remember. I'll remember. Can you tell I haven't spoken much all day? Yeah. Theorists. <laughs> and what were what were you gonna say? What do you call? What do you say to them? Just what's the word? What do you? No, say? no, no. When they call themselves truthers, or they're they, they're tired of being called conspiracy theorists, they they call themselves truthers. Truth seekers. Truth seekers. Okay. And then I just tell him that. Right. No, uh, don't, do you... don't save it. Save it. Save it for the podcast. Okay. Don't say so, anymore. Don't say anymore. Now we've right. written it down. <laughs> okay. So All Nina right. or a solitaire, you start the show and then you throw it to Nina. <laughs> All right, let's roll. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the program. Of course, you are tuned into hashtag. Please make sure you are following us on our social media platforms. If you are. Thank you very much. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Okay? Hashtag Twitter Vibe 105. And, Twitter and Instagram, baby. And now, ladies and gentlemen, over to No Better Nina with our music news of the week. So right. exciting because there's I a ton of I wonder what she's going to talk about. <laughs> I wonder. So since we were away last week, mm-hmm. uh, we didn't get to talk about the, the night before Christmas. No, uh, we didn't. <laughs> Certified Loverboy has officially dropped... Okay. Champion lover, champion lover, <laughs> and it featured twenty-one tracks and is one hour and twenty-six minutes long. It's long. Now, yes, uh, ready. You uh, you listened to it. you did your research for the show, huh? I did. I did listen to it. And once. How did you listen to it? Day by day, I took it. <laughs> I took it in increments because, again, I didn't expect the album to be so long. I know it's not. We're not pressing CDs anymore, so the whole double album thing isn't really a thing per se. But it, this album was almost as long as Scorpion. I think it was only like four minutes shorter than Scorpion, which was a double album. So I watch, I listen to like three songs, then I take a break, and then I would listen to maybe another song, and that'd be it for the day. And then the <laughs> next day, I'd listen to three songs, take a break, and then maybe listen wow. to another song. So I, I spaced it out, and I got it done over... A few days okay wow. dolly you listened to it did you listen i to sure it right did now? i sure did i sure did and um yeah hey, listen drake does not disappoint if you if you go in knowing what to expect and he delivered so you were not another... disappointed i was not disappointed okay. I, I knew there was i knew there was going to be songs i knew there was probably going to be about five or six songs that are not for me right which <laughs> are and they're absolutely girls like girls. I don't like that. Any one. Of the, most of the slow ones. Any of the slow ones, or anyone where he's trying to start crooning like an R and B singer. Though I'm like, hey, up, I'm out. That's that's he's not talking to me anymore. Right. So I'm gonna just skip that, you know. And um, yeah, but uh, the ones where he's talking that talk, that slick talk, where he's going bars, or he's like stunning on on, any, on anybody that you know or that talked uh, seven a.m. on, his on bridal path. Stuff like that. He is. He yeah. is. I, I would arguably say his his finest moments on this album are some of his best moments of his career. I would actually say that. So, Nina, were you disappointed or what were you yes. expecting? You were disappointed. I was disappointed because Certified Loverboy, Pregnant Girl Emojis. I was expecting some real, like, cut me deep in the heart, like, 
stomp on that like r&b pull it out of my chest r&b and right. i didn't get it like right. it was good don't get me wrong there's songs on there that i do quite like and i've replayed it a thousand more times than i replayed donda because donda made no logical sense to me oh. for replay value either but certified lover boy i've definitely listened to like a good maybe eight times now and um wow there's a handful of songs i like on there it's just like it just wasn't what i expected but oh. expectations lead to disappointments and yeah. yeah i definitely learned that this time around but there's 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 songs on there i like uh i have a good handful All right. um yeah. but okay so in terms of the album itself now uh okay so the two features that uh were in question from new york and houston so the goat from new york was jay-z and then oh. the hometown hero from houston was travis scott um after it dropped he dropped a music video for the smash hit way too sexy which i really do like uh did you guys watch the video yes videos fire yeah ready what did you think about the video <sighs> silly i just thought it was silly but um he, Green. i think again if you're a drake fan you're gonna enjoy it and you're gonna you can't not laugh at it like it's it's gonna yeah. make you chuckle like when he's rambo or even when he's wearing like the the fat man suit on the beach and stuff or whatever you're like you're gonna laugh and what about it. when you brought in Kawhi? You didn't like that? I thought you would have at least liked that. Oh, yeah, but that got spoiled for me before I even saw the video because the, there were already the memes, memes like plop, popping up mm-hmm. on social media before I even got a chance to listen to it or see it. Yeah. yeah. So the video, yeah, as we just said, it paid tribute to a ton of artists. Uh, Michael Jackson also in the Backstreet Boys, which is where he had Kawhi. Uh, being a part of uh he also did a dj set on ovio sound radio in the early hours of saturday morning and played an unreleased uh kanye and andre 3000 track where kanye disses drake now keep in mind drake also dissed kanye on certified lover boy on 7 a.m on bridal path but it's all crickets from kanye ever since donda dropped haven't heard a word uh aside from consequence dropping a diss track calling out drake for trying to go after kim which yada 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 we already know that um <laughs> A few eyebrows were also raised at an R. R Kelly having a writing credit on the album, which 40 cleared up via Instagram, explaining that the song TSU for that song, if they wanted to use the sample of OG Ronsi talking, they were forced to credit R. Kelly because his song was playing so faintly in the background that you can't even hear it. And he also explicitly stated his and Drake's team's disdain for R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. Uh, To top it off. Yeah. To top it all off, uh, of course, the album debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, pushing six, six, 16, 613,000 613, 613, units. <laughs> She's tired. Use your math eyes, Nina. Use your math She's not eyes. Using her math eyes. She's used to looking at streaming numbers. <laughs> Don't yeah. kill me. Amazing. Oh, Lord. Sorry, I told She's like laugh. 613. One zero six hundred and thirteen thousand units. God, I don't know what happened there. Okay, okay, so anyways, yeah, he's all six hundred and thirteen thousand units, making it the biggest first week sales for a rap album since his own album Scorpion in twenty eighteen. Yeah, and so uh, biggest sales he had the biggest sales week of 2021 was the first rapper ever to sell more than 500,000 albums in a week, more than seven times. Hmm. The tenth number one album, it's his tenth number one album on Billboard 200, the biggest album debut ever on Apple Music, and the most streamed album on a single day on Spotify. So he did beat Kanye. Yeah. Uh, okay, 
so we already kind of talked about what we expected but uh okay so in terms of so ready especially for you now since you don't really like either but like now after hearing both projects whose are you more of a fan of Kanye's or Drake's I still haven't listened to Donda so I I yeah no that's again because I have other reasons for not wanting to listen to I I choose not to give Kanye my time basically so that's a whole other story, but I was like, for the show, I will listen to the Drake album because you kind of bullied me to last week, Nina. <laughs> and um, again, it was it was I'm with Solitaire in terms of it was what I expected it to be. I knew there would be a few songs that are going to be like certified hits for him that people are just going to I don't know what those songs usually are. Like you never know a song that's going to be a hit with Drake, but you know, there's going to be at least three or four. And then, you know, there's going to be three or four songs that are not for you. And that was the same thing for me again, like. Same thing Solitaire said. There are some songs not for me, but I just found it to be so long. I would have preferred at least mm-hmm. maybe a 14-song album. 14 songs, I think, would have been enough. If you could trim off of like seven songs or something like that, that would make a difference. Would make Solid- it for a better album, I think. Um, Solly, so what about you then? Donda or CLB? Oh, CLB. <laughs> CLB. <laughs> Certified Love of Why. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, and that's, I mean, I definitely listened to the Donda album because, you know, I, I am an unabashed uh, Kanye fan. I think he says dumb stuff. I think he's, I think he's lost in the sauce in a lot of ways. And I think that this album, uh, his album Donda really reflected the chaotic state that his life is in. I right. think it was a very erratically put together. Now, what I will say is, as a producer and a fan, the genius is in there. It's definitely, there's a genius album in Don, within Donda. And I was actually having a conversation with a few people. I almost believe it would have been a genius idea for him to leave part of that as a performance album, like having it be like the visual album of uh, where he edited together the footage of the performances from but all But not the available on the album list. for this. For listening. But not available because some of the songs you listen to and some of the interludes, it sounds like a performance. It sounds like he's trying to capture that that you know that stadium performance feel. Right. But it doesn't translate, man. It doesn't it doesn't work. And I think Drake has the magical Coca-Cola formula for his brand of hip hop, and he followed that formula to the exact yeah. like you know, milliliter of like, yeah. he's just going to keep making, he's just going to keep making albums like this for the next. That's he's what robot, I was going to say. Like I, even for me, like I already used to always talk about this formula too. And I was just like, like, I never really heard it. Like I would hear it a little bit, but I didn't really hear it here. And this album, like, because I expected something completely different. I was sitting there. I was like, bro, this is the formula. Well, like he's, he's like, robot. he's like plankton and SpongeBob. Like this is his He's trying to get that Krabby Patty formula. He has the Krabby Patty formula. Like, right, right. Well, yeah. See, I don't annoying now. Like, I don't want it. Okay. Well, I, I, I don't necessarily <laughs> say that he's formulaic. I just like he just sounds the same to me pretty much with every album. And again, I had high hopes for views. I was really looking forward to listening to views. At that time, I thought he was going to do try different things and like grow as an artist. Mm-hmm. But you know, he stuck with what works. Which again, you can't blame him. You know, so you, mm-hmm. no one can argue with him. He's look at the success he's having. You can't really yeah. argue with it. So yeah, yeah. There oh. was. Uh, did you see the? I don't know if you covered it. I haven't looked through your news segment, but did you did you cover where he's like 
He's nine of the top 10 billboard songs are Drake. I saw that. I didn't put that in here, but I did see that. Yes. It's just, it's at this point, it's just like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like when they say the game's been rigged, I don't think it's like deliberately speaking, like he rigged it that way. It's just, you have to, it's the, he's got the, 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 the fortunate uh, position of really being that pivotal of being that artist at the real pivotal stage of moving from album sales to streaming. And he has maximized his presence in streaming platforms where by completely anybody smart within... moves on his part, like he's making the music. Oh, no, yeah, people, yeah. He makes music yeah, people is... like, and he does the clever, like this album cover looks ridiculous, but people are like parodying it up. Yeah. Yep. Like they're eating, totally eating, eating it, it up. It looks ridiculous, but it's working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry. No. Well, I went, well, just to kind of wrap it up, I was. I, I, last thing I was gonna say is that's when I this idea of you know Kanye was trying to like chase down Drake's uh, release date so that he can crush him. I mean, those guys must have been like cackling right. to themselves. Like yeah. this guy doesn't stand a chance. Not Does gonna he affect not their know numbers. Yeah. That we just won Billboard Artist of the Decade. Like. With all due respect to who Kanye is and what he's contributed, like Kanye has obviously, uh, he's eclipsed Drake in terms of classic albums. Like Drake, we all agree. I would not say that he has a classic album. I have my my favorite, but he doesn't have a classic album. Kanye's got like four or five. Three at least, guaranteed. Really quickly before we go. So Solitaire, I was going to say, is Certified Loverboy, is this your favorite album or no? Your other album is still your favorite. I, I think some of my favorite Drake songs are off of this album, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite album. I would have to say that nothing was the same still holds. And I, I would like, it would be like a t- tight race between, um between uh what was the name of his first album Thank again? Me later. That's Thank mine me later. Ready. Thank me later. And, and nothing was the same would be neck and neck for me. Right. Okay. Well, mine and ready's is still thank me later. Yeah. So. Thank me later is still the most listenable song album for me that I can just put it on and listen to from beginning to end. But yeah Mm. okay so moving on uh after hosting one of the most watched versus battles in the platform's history and also probably one of the most tense gucci Mane and jeezy have revealed that they are going on tour together wow that is a that is beautiful that's beautiful (laughs) jeezy posted a picture of the tour's flyer on instagram with the caption the biggest tour of the year featuring yours truly big snow coming to a city near you this will be epic legendary let's get it so it's called the legends of the streets tour and it's going to feature rick ross two chains fabulous lil kim boosie trina and dj drama and and it's 11 show tour going down in atlanta baltimore houston dallas miami and more Uh, obviously not toronto unfortunately I would definitely go to this. Hmm. Uh, more dates are expected to be announced soon with tickets already on sale. I wanted to know for this, do you guys think that their versus battle was a setup for this? Or do you think this was a business move based on the result of their versus battle? Hmm. I would, I think that, um, I think this was based on the result of the battle. I don't think this was premeditated because based on the tension of the live of the verses. Um, I don't think that anybody foresaw the possibility that they would be able to, 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 you know, to swallow, not, not even that they have to swallow their pride, but that they can get their, their act together and go on the road together. So, right. Yeah. And I, I don't usually watch verses, but I did see clips from that verses with Gucci and, 
and Jeezy, and it looked like the tension was legit, like they weren't faking it by any stretch of the imagination. So I think this was a good business move that they did. Like it's based on business because of the buzz from that versus for sure. Mm-hmm. And what do you say, Nina? Uh, yeah, I think it's a business move based on the versus battle, but I also hope it's like genuine. Like I hope they genuinely did reconcile and it wasn't just a thing like, okay, let's just make this money together now, both of us. Like, you know, like I hope it's a genuine reconciliation, not just a, all right, it's been years. We could just put it to the side, make this money, pretend we're fine, and then right. move on. Yeah. I, 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 while I agree with the sentiment of that, I would still totally respect if they were able to put their differences aside to get money together. Because even that is, especially when you understand how deep their beef goes, is still a huge sign of growth that that would be a good uh you know it would it's a good it's a good thing to see for especially for for young up and coming artists that you know reconciliation uh even at that deep of a level uh is possible so even if they can get together and do some business together i think i think it's still commendable okay uh on to kind of a sadder story so Pop Smoke's grave was vandalized last weekend uh, with joints and flowers left in front of the smashed mausoleum wall. There's also evidence that they tried to drag his casket out with drag marks in the ground. And an eyewitness revealed that the concrete slab that would sit on his casket appeared to separate his body from another right above him. Uh, Pop Smoke's mother shared photos of the cleaned up site on Instagram, revealing that she and others took it upon themselves to clean up the damage. And the ground security said that they were unaware that the gravesite was being damaged until witnesses walking by reported it um yeah i just thought this was really like you really tried to drag out the guy's casket wow. like what the heck like that's crazy to me that, and that, th- that go ahead Ray. i was gonna say that might not even be vandalism from malicious people that might be fans that are just like that's what i'm thinking yeah that are just crazy or whatever i actually think it's get it's getting to the point now where it might be best for celebrity I, they probably do do this where you can't let the the location of where your burial is be known because of people that are going to look for some mm-hmm. like it's it's morbid to think that they're looking for souvenirs or ways to get like a part mm-hmm. of the you know whatever the person they're a fan of but they might have to make change his location for where they have him buried and make it private that yeah. it's not known to the public listen this is a uh, this is street this is this is uh, this is this is not vandalized by by fans fans don't vandalize graves like that this it's is a possibility something... uh, uh, it is some if, people it, take it too I far would... like stalkers and people that you know take yeah it too far. but I, I i mean yes that there are, obviously i'm speaking you know i'm kind of projecting but these this is the kind of thing that ops do like you know when you're really trying to discredit the memory of somebody or to des you know to desecrate somebody's grave is is kind of like the ultimate sign of you know, disrespect towards your enemies. And when I first saw that, that's what's, that's what kind of uh, came to my head first, but mm-hmm. you know, either whatever, whatever, you know, whoever the perpetrator of this was, is just another sign of the decline of, of uh, social, uh, social graces and yeah. norms. And, and yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's really messed up. I saw this and like, when I saw that they tried to drag the casket, I was like, what the heck? Like that's, unheard of like that's crazy so they are they not going to change change the location of where he's he's buried not that i not that i know of i hope they do that's been said but um 
Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, so we have two other stories here. Uh, thank you, Ready, for putting these up here. Sure. Uh, okay. So, uh, Jermaine, so Diddy declined a Jermaine Dupri versus challenge, and he says Dr. Dre is the only one he'd battle. Hmm. Um, so Jermaine Dupri tweeted at Diddy while at the Jaw Rule and Fat Joe versus, which was held at Madison Square Garden. Um, and there won't be a Diddy and Jermaine Dupri versus because, uh, yeah, he's saying Dr. Dre is the only one he'll enter the ring with. Uh, wow. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. How, is there more to this story? Sorry. Yep. Could, I, could I interject really quick? Because I saw, I saw Diddy, uh, I saw him kind of chirping at, at uh, Jermaine, Jermaine Dupri. Right. But I didn't know that he actually said no. Like he actually turned him down, like for yeah. real? Yeah. <laughs> carry on, carry on. Uh, so Jermaine Dupri took to Twitter to show that he was at MSG. He shared a selfie of himself outside the arena and wrote in the tweet, somebody let Diddy know I'm at the garden. He's going to need some training for me. And then Diddy responded saying, beloved, uh, you're my guy, but your arms are too short to box with God. <laughs> you ain't getting enough hits. I'll smash you with just Biggie and Mary, but I do have the utmost respect on you as a musical legend. And then he added, Dre's the only one that can get in the ring with me. And Dupree responded back saying, don't nothing get straightening, but straightening, which is from the Migos song. I don't but, understand what that means, but I want to ask Solitaire about this because I'm curious to hear his thoughts. Do you agree with Diddy that Jermaine Dupree can't hang with him? Ooh, child. <laughs> I think that Diddy would win, but Dupree's got smashes. I... <laughs> Dubris got smashes. I mean, he's got Mariah Carey, um, and a lot of Mariah Carey, you know. Right. But I mean, Diddy as a like artist for artists, it would definitely be a slaughter fest that I'd love to witness. But I just love the casual. I love the no disrespect, but I'm disrespecting you right now by is, saying yeah. you you're you're not you're not up to the task. I know that. Jermaine Dupri must be having like real Napoleon complex right now oh. because he's so small and just getting completely. <laughs> he didn't have to say that. Just completely like emasculated by Diddy saying, yeah, now only Dre. Dre would that not have. I, I don't think Dre would ever agree to this. I think Diddy would agree to it if Dre decided to do it. But I actually think Diddy might be right. I think he, if if you're going by songs that he has producer credits for, because there's always that controversy with Diddy. Like, did he actually produce it or was he just, you know, Diddy, let, let, me, let me just, let me just clear that up. Did he produce everything? Because okay. in, the, in the, as a music producer, it doesn't mean that you're, there's a difference between a beat maker and right. a producer. A beat right. maker makes the beat. A producer may never touch an instrument or a, or a knob on but a, it's their on vision a that console, we get, yeah. but they are the one that pull it all together and okay. make no doubt about it. Diddy produces everything. Okay. So made. if that's the case, then, cause I'll take your word for that because people always used to say that, well, how much did Diddy really have to do with it? Is he just slapping his name on it kind of thing? But if that's the case, then he's right with just mm -hmm. Biggie and Mary alone. And don't forget, he also did a lot of stuff with Jodeci. And know. his own stuff. And he's, his he's own got stuff his as own well. smashes, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he, so I think he's actually right. I think, I was trying to think who else might be a challenge for Diddy, but I think he's actually right. I think Dre might be the only person that would be able to, like, go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him. Who do you think would win between Diddy and Dre? Dre. Yeah. I think, I think that's why he said Dre, because he knows that Dre would be the only one that could really 
bring it close. Get him there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Dre would Dre would crush him. Yeah, okay. I don't I, have much knowledge on this. Yeah, subject, that's why we're but... not really asking you, Nina. I was about to say, Nina, have you ever heard? But, but yeah, I know who all three of them are. Right. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I don't know who Jermaine Dupri has produced music for. Okay. Yeah, like Ludacris, uh, the Brat. The Brat. Um, little Bow Wow, I guess too. Like, but Mar- Mariah Carey is probably his biggest, like his so biggest. Then, and he yeah, also I... did a lot of remixes too with other artists. It's not just like these art because just these artists alone doesn't sound like he'd stand a chance against Eddie. But he also did produce for a lot of other people. There was like so so deaf remixes all over the place. Yeah, just to support. Well, I feel Dupree like yeah. I do feel like, because I know who Diddy has produced for, I know who Dr. Dre has produced for, so I feel like with those two, yeah, it would be a way closer yeah, battle. Yeah. More of a feasible thing. Um, okay, so uh, we have two minutes left, so I'm just going to touch on the, the quick headlines I have here. Sure. Um, so Cardi B and Offset, congratulations. They welcomed a baby boy on September 4th. Um, they just, she, Cardi B announced it on Instagram. She hasn't said a name or anything, but I'm very curious as to what they will name their son. Um, Fat Joe versus Jaw Rule went down earlier this week. I don't know if you guys watched it, um, but Fat Joe is facing backlash for calling Vita and Lomo dusty bees. You had to go to the crack house to find. Oh my! He has since apologized via Twitter. He said that to Jaw Rule. It looks like so. Wait, he said that during the verses, right? Yeah. Okay, so that was just the heat of the battle, I think, and that's why he apologized. Like, he was just in the moment. Like, Yeah, that's what he said. That's what he said, too, but still. Because he's a nice guy. Like, Fat Joe is a very nice, lovable person, man. He really is. You know what? (laughs) No, I've seen, but everything I've seen from him publicly, he just, he seems like a genuine good guy. Like, I think that was just hip-hop, heat of the battle. We're in this versus thing. I'm going to call these girls Dusty Bees because... That's I what think, you do. I think what you have, I think you you've fallen for his uh, for his fat people um, innocence. Charm. Like, Fat Joe is a good guy, man. He is charisma. Fat is his, his fat boy charisma. Yeah, like his fat boy. Like no, his fat boy no, innocence. Fat Joe is a good guy. He's, fat, he's a genuine person. Like you, you feel bad, you know. I've never, I've never heard that before, Nina. Maybe it's just me. Anyways, lastly, T.I. and Tiny are not facing charges in the sexual assault case in Los Angeles, but that means they still have a ton of other ones they got to deal with. So uh, good luck to them. Um, I don't remember the details of what happened in L.A. because there's so many. But yeah, that's it for music news. All right, Nina, that was uh, quite the uh, the journey there through the through all those stories. We appreciate you taking us through that. And that means, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to take a break right now. If you're listening to Vibe 105, please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these brief messages. If you're listening to the podcast, stay with us. What a brain freeze. That was amazing. Six- Six one one three zero sixty zero sixty one sixty one three hundred. What? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not good at math. Like, I know that's six hundred and thirteen thousand, but I wish you guys knew the amount of times I've publicly embarrassed myself saying things (laughs) that make no logical sense to the point where something similar happened at the CNE. I was walking with my friends, and there's this couple in front of us, and they heard me, and they both just turned around and were like, who said that stupidness? Oh, my God. Hey, I had a brain freeze earlier before, too. It's all good. But, yeah, we just that came out of nowhere because I thought she was just going to breeze right through and just be like, yeah, 613,000. And yada, and she's like, six, one, three, zero, sixty, zero, sixty, 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 one, three, zero
300? <laughs> and I was like, whoa, hey. Hey, ho, 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 hey, hey. That was great. Like, did I go to university amazing. That's amazing. That, that's part of the thing that throws you off because you just don't expect it. You don't see that coming. But so solitaire, <laughs> what do you say to conspiracy theorists that just say that they're just truth seekers? Here's the thing. <laughs> see, I could jump right back into that. Yeah. I t- explain to them these people who you're getting their, this information from. Do you not think that there is a plot that is going to try to divide the population of the West? Right. China, Russia, there's foreign actors out there who I'm sure would love to sow discontent and distrust of the, of the Western governments and, and of democracy. And how would you do it? By getting people to slowly but surely continue to go at each other and the social climate starts to bubble, which is exactly what's happening now, destabilizing and, 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 and sowing distrust of your leaders. So when there comes to a point where there's a large enough populace of your country that are like, fuck the government. They're just trying to force us to think they're fucking science juice and they're trying to make us wear masks. That's what Russia was doing. That's what Russia did to the States. That's what I'm saying. And it's through, it's through, sorry. It's through what they call propaganda. That is a war tactic. Right. Yeah. And it's insidious because it, it makes it seem like the source that you're drawing from <clears throat> sorry, I have a frog in my throat. Have a drink. It's real. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Just talk, drink. talk, talk. But that's my. I gotta get a drink. I don't have a drink. Okay, right go. By me. He's gonna choke. Okay, so real quick, going back to the music thing that you skipped over. Did you see that bullshit that Memphis Bleak <clears throat> said about uh, Nas not being able to hang with Jay Z in a versus? Yeah, I saw you. I saw you put it here, but I didn't hear it at all before. Okay, that's, uh, that's fine. But that's Bleak. I think they match. Bleak. I think they match. From bleak is riding for his. That's bleak that's, riding that's, for his. That's one hundred percent just the guy yeah. riding for his friend. But it's like it's yeah. it's out of line. He's fucking out of line for that shit. Like to say that shit straight goods. Like Nas, Nas can definitely hang with Jay. For... I think what he's talking about though, when he's saying that, he's talking about like commercial hits. Commercial hits. Because he, like... he, he should know better though. But I, he, but he's writing for his man, and it, I mean, let's you know, I love Bleak, but it's it's Bleak. Like Bleak is a soldier, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's not necessarily. I wouldn't necessarily put him out there to be a spokesperson for for Rockefeller by any stretch of the imagination. I think somebody asked him, and he, you know, it, being from Brooklyn, is like, yeah, there's no competition, right? You know, it's that that's that New York shit. I'm not surprised, but. He's obviously dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's he's I was like so taken aback by that. I was like, you make me that makes me like you a little less, Memphis Bleak, just for saying that shit. But let's uh <laughs> let's wrap this up. We're we're Yeah, let's ready get the be, fuck out of here. We're so close. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I have a toothache and it's killing me. Mm. Uh go ahead, start solitude. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome back to the program. Of course, you are listening to Hashtag. And if you haven't been listening to Hashtag, where you been at? We started since 10. <laughs> we are here every Saturday morning on Vibe 105, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Tell a friend to tell a friend. This show went by so fast today. Did you not find it went by pretty quickly? Oddly enough. Actually, oddly then, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly enough. Uh, yours truly, Solitaire, DJ Ready Fox, No Better Nina. And now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, it is that part of the show where we spotlight 
Black-owned businesses and outstanding members of the Black community. Uh, of course, we are talking about Baus, Black-owned Spotlight, and we encourage you to hit us up at hashtag Vibe105 if you have come across exceptional Black-owned businesses or community members that you think we should highlight on this segment of the program. People like it. Ladies, it's like We always get a good response from people uh, when mm-hmm. we post it on our Instagram in terms of whoever it is and they're always appreciative of the shout out that you give. And again, for everyone listening, this is completely 100% solitaire. Everything <laughs> except for the name. Nina came up with the name, but like this is honestly, we always get a really good positive resp- uh, response, especially from the people obviously that we're shouting out that you choose to pick. Yeah. But yeah. just so people know, because they think it's a hashtag thing and it's hey, solid. Get ready, don't do. It's solitaire's thing. So. Yeah. You know, but it, it's inspired by hashtag, and anything I do is a part of hashtag, so it is a hashtag thing. But yes, I, I do choose uh, uh, the the spotlights, and as a result of that great power from which I've been bestowed with, it's today, a um, yeah. t- today I'm taking some time out to show love and give some flowers to a family member of mine. Oh. Who has her own business. It's a very small business, so it doesn't even have a website. But I want to share this with my uh, with our listeners because she is uh, started a design company called Robot Moon Designs, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, okay. Robot Moon Instagram Designs. Instagram is, is Robot Moon Designs, exactly how it's spelled. And basically... On a very small scale, on an order-by-order basis, they can personalize designs on anything, you know, pretty much anything you want from T-shirts, hoodies, tote bags, mugs. They also do custom displays for cakes. If you have a a young person or, you know, a child who's celebrating a birthday, you want to do like happy birthday, Jabril, or happy birthday, Kathy. She does all kinds of designs like that. And it's a very small and, you know, it's more something that grew out of a passion of hers rather than as a business idea. And I feel like Uh, People who pursue their passions uh, uh, of their hobbies and try to slowly grow it into a business, I think is usually, you know, is the right incentive and motivation. So she's slowly growing it by taking on only as much clients as she can take, uh, as she has the capacity to take, but... Well, let's I want to encourage more clients, that, man. embrace that. And that's what the purpose of this is. So, you know, reach out if you have anything, if you want to, you know, especially like birthdays are coming up, Christmas is coming up, and you may want to get something that's personalized for that special person in your life. Do yourself a favor, give a consideration to Robot Moon Designs, ladies and gentlemen. There's a website, it is ordered uh, strictly online, and you can go to the Instagram page at Robot Moon designs and send them a dm and uh see if they can come up with something for you or your loved one all right i love the name it's such a cute name yeah it's a yeah yeah i think it was uh, something to do with a video game she has uh she has two sons my i love you my nephews jaren and andre um shouts out to their pops my brother-in-law Dwayne, and the whole family but yeah I think it's something to do with video games or something like that. it's cute i like it okay since we're sending shout outs for for family too, uh, bir- a birthday's coming up. My niece Alexandra, her birthday's right around the corner. It's actually election day, so happy birthday, Alexandra! I don't know if you or your parents happy are birthday. listening, but happy birthday, Alexandra! Since we're talking about family and birthdays and all that stuff, and if I had known about Robot Moon Designs a little earlier, who knows? But for everyone else out there that has birthdays coming up, like you, Solitaire in November, 
There you That's go. Correct. Birthday, birthday decor and all sorts of stuff from Robot Moon Designs. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, back over to you, Ready Fox, for hashtag sports. All right. Well, we were actually doing a survey on our Instagram. So we were asking people um, because we're finally going to get some more basketball coming up. The season's right around the corner. The Leafs are <laughs> right around the corner as well, too. The Jays have actually been doing really well. Yes, um, I've seen that. Yeah, recently. So we're going to talk about that as well. Yeah. But let me ask you guys, and we'll talk about the results of our survey um, next week because we still have uh, people voting on it right now currently. But who do you think will win the next championship, the Raptors or the Leafs? And I'll start with you, Nina. The only team that was capable of doing it, the Raptors. Bro, why would you even hold on, ask Hold on, hold on, hold on, Nina. I know you have some sort of venom for the Leafs, but... The Raptors are not the only championship in the city. You know that, right? The Jays have won. won. The Leafs wait, 1932? Yes, I understand this, but I'm just saying the Leafs have won. Toronto FC has won. Okay, the Raptors but... have won. So I'm just saying who's going to get the, the Leafs, next. Not the Leafs, the Jays. You said the Leafs. The, 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 Jays. the, the Leafs, Leafs have also won. It was a long time ago, obviously. But the point is who's going to get the next championship? We weren't even alive when they won. But so, not the Leafs, bro. So Raptors or Leafs, Nina. And Raptors. I already know what you're going to say. Raptors. <laughs> this girl's talking like other teams have not won in the city except for the Raptors. Talking reckless. I know you're crazy. So what do you, what do you say, Solitaire? Wow, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna have to you know. It's hard Raptors. to say because the the Leafs might be closer to a championship than the Raptors right now. Well, you know what we they said that last year when they're what I mean during the bubble when they were supposed to basically be shoe ins to go to the finals, the ra- they got eliminated the, right in the, in the first, first round. round. I understand that, but the Raptors so, are in a retool right now. Kyle Lowry just left. We've got a lot of new faces. We don't know how. This I mean, how long? Look at. How long are we? How long are we forecasting? Does it? It doesn't matter. I'm just asking you who's going to win it next: the Raptors I, or the Leafs. I, I, I still like I trusted Masai. He has taken us to the promised land before, and I think that he'll be able to chart that path faster than the Leafs. Okay, but I'll take either or. Uh, to be clear, you can't take either or. Anyways, Nina, who do you think will win a championship next? The Blue Jays or the Toronto FC? Uh, ooh, that one's hard. Um, Blue Jays. Okay, you say the Blue Jays. Okay, and what do you about you, Solitaire? Who will win a championship first or next? Blue Jays or Toronto FC? Uh, I'm just going to go with the sport that excites me to watch more and say the Toronto FC. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So now between the Raptors and the Blue Jays, who would you pick, Nina? Mm, Okay. Nobody laugh at me, by the way, because I don't know anything about sports. I'm just guessing. Raptors. (laughs) No, that's fair. That's fair. We all know this, that you don't know anything about anything. I'm just making sure all the listeners know, in case we got new listeners. They they should know that by now. But Solitaire, (laughs) who do you think would win a a championship next? The Raptors or the Blue Jays? Ooh, that's... uh... Yeah, I guess... uh... Yeah, I'd say Raptors. Okay, cool. All right, so we're going to have the results next week from what people say on our Instagram and see how they line up with you guys. And uh, speaking of the Leafs, actually, or sorry, not the Leafs, the the Toronto Blue Jays, they have been playing great. Out of their mind. For the last few weeks now, a few weeks back when we were talking sports, I was like, that's it. They're not going to make the playoffs, which start October 5th. And I was like, because of the whole MLSE and Rogers Center having to have vaccination proof. So I was saying, I don't think that's going to be a problem for Toronto because I don't think the Jays are going to make the playoffs. But as of us recording, they are actually 
in a wild card spot right now with the with the Boston Red Sox, but the Yankees are right there behind us. Who knows what's happened since we recorded? But the Jays are in a fight right now. They actually gained a lot of ground over the last uh, couple of weeks. They just started mm-hmm. a three-game home series with the Minnesota Twins. That started yesterday. Today's game starts at 3 o'clock. Sunday's game starts at 1 o'clock. So the Jays have been doing it. Lights out. They uh, swept the Yankees in a four-game series a couple of weeks ago. They took three out of four from Baltimore. They took two out of three from Tampa Bay just recently as well. So they're, they've been doing great. So keep an eye on the Blue Jays and see if they can keep it up. Monday, they start another three-game series with the Tampa Bay Rays, but that'll be on the road. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, the game starts at 7. Wednesday's game starts at 3 o'clock. Just a heads up for everybody. And then next weekend, they have a four-game series with the Minnesota Twins. So the Jays have been playing great. We're going to see if they can keep that up. And um, okay. NHL news, again, the, the preseason will be starting soon. September 25th, uh, the Leafs will be playing the Montreal Canadiens twice, the 25th and the 27th. And then they play the uh, Ottawa Senators on the 29th. And looking at basketball... Now, ESPN, they actually predicted, I feel like they're disrespecting the Raptors, so I'll ask you guys and see what you think about this. And for you guys listening at home, I think if you're a Raptors fan, you know how the mainstream media, the sports media, talks about the Raptors. They don't. They just pretty much ignore them. Unless they're winning championships, they don't know anything about the Raptors. But ESPN predicted the Eastern Conference in terms of how it would play out, and they actually would... I don't know if you guys are looking at the list or not, but where would you guess the Raptors would fall even without knowing anything about how the season's going to go? Do you think they would at least make the playoffs? Yes or no? Yeah. I think they, I feel like they would at least make the playoffs. I would feel so as well too. And again, that could be us just being homers because we're Raptors fans, but the ESPN prediction had them finishing 12th in the Eastern conference with a record of 35 and 47. So <laughs> let me ask you guys, do you think, that's just about right? Or do you think that they're underselling the Raptors? Or do you think the Raptors will actually do worse than that? Nina? Uh, I think they're underselling because haven't we made the playoffs like every year since like 2014? Every year except for last year, yeah. Okay, for so the, for, yeah. for a good while or whatever. But last yeah. year was different, obviously, with them playing on the road. A lot of... This is, the... Go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say, were they in, where was the bubble last year or the year before? The year before. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, last year was them getting back into the swing of things. So, nah, but nah, I think that they're um, underestimating. But, ooh, I don't know because Kyle Lowry, lo- nah, 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 they're still underestimating. They're no. still underestimating. So you From think- what I know, my limited knowledge, they're still underestimating. Okay, so you think 12th place is too low. And again, third, yeah. I, you think they'll, I think they'll win over 35 games for sure. So, Solitaire, what do you think? Underestimating them? Think it's about I think right? It- I think it's about right. I think it's about, I think. So you don't think they'll make the playoffs? Well, I think that, uh, I think it's important to temper expectations. You know what I mean? It is a rebuild year. There's a, there's a lot going on. And, um, but I will say that I, Raptors tend to, uh, to exceed expectations. And I think they're a well-coached and disciplined team. And, and, and I think they have good chemistry that will uh, kind of compensate for whatever, you know, uh, shortcomings that they're sure to encounter during this year. So I think that it's a good, I think it's a, I think it's an acceptable prediction. Okay. So just for everyone out there, you might be wondering, what did they predict in terms of the order? Number one, the Brooklyn Nets. Number two, Milwaukee Bucks. Number three, Philadelphia. Four, Miami. Fifth place, Atlanta Hawks. I was surprised that they actually put Atlanta so high, but 
they did. They have them finishing fifth. Number six, Boston. Number seven, New York. New York Knicks, that is. And then eight, eight is tied with the Chicago Bulls and the Charlotte Hornets. And I think they might be actually underselling the Chicago Bulls. I'm really interested in seeing how they play with DeMar DeRozan going to Chicago. So that's something to watch out for. And that's it for sports. All right, ready, uh, right, ready, Fox. I appreciate that. I think they're underselling the Raptors the again. Movie. Just, I, I just take it as disrespect towards the Raptors when they do this kind of stuff. And I know, I, I know, you've got a... longer for, but, but you guys don't know anything about sports, so <laughs> no, I, 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 I know all about your, 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 your uh, disdain for American press. Uh, overlooking. They disrespect the Raptors all the time. They never put the Raptors on a Christmas game, Christmas Day game. Even they only did it after they won a championship. Otherwise, they never do. So they just overlook the Raptors year in and year out. And I would just, I would love to see them finish in the top four. That would be yeah. so great. But um, I think they'll still make the playoffs. But we'll see. I'm looking forward to the season. All right, cool. Well, uh, thank you very much for that sports update, Ready Fox. And now, No Better Nina is going to anchor this show into its uh, its its uh, natural conclusion. <laughs> that was a terrible segue, but it's okay. You know, it was, it was a great show. It can't be flawless, all right? We don't bat. Nobody bats a thousand. But nevertheless, it is time for No Better Take with No Better Nina. What is in store this week? Okay, so this is actually also ready too. So, <laughs> okay, ready so- Fox for the win. Really, yeah, he's the. Yeah, you sent this link in the chat a while ago, a couple weeks ago. I said I was saving it for later. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's right. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> okay, so LeVar Ball, he shared some allegedly controversial dating advice for his oh, son. Yeah. Which I would also like to remind you before we even start that one of his sons has some really intense baby mama drama with his girlfriend. And the other one is 19 and being linked to a 32-year-old Instagram model. So before we even start, just want to let you guys know that. Okay. Um <laughs> So LeVar Ball said that basically just a rundown of what he said in the video. He said that his sons will not meet their wife while they're in the NBA and told them that they shouldn't date while they're in the league because all women care about is what they can provide. He said it's fun in the beginning, but it's pain in the end. And he said, when you meet someone you see at school, work, church, etc., you know what they're about. Unlike when you meet someone every once in a while when you're in town because you're not seeing them as often. Mm. Um, and he said, if you meet someone who's fine and between the ages of 30 to 40, ask yourself, why are they this good looking and still single? <laughs> so I'm going to ask you guys, <clears throat> what is more important when it comes to a life partner and like talking like marriage, kids, family, etc.? Like what's more important? Uh like what they can provide or who they are who they are who they are, <laughs> who okay. they are. <laughs> okay. you want me to, you want me to explain so i mean what they have to what they have to provide or what they can provide i don't i'm sure we've discussed this aspect about being in a relationship if you are not coming into a relationship as a whole ass person yourself then you know, you, the the idea of you complete me or you need this other person to make your life feel whole, those kind of things. I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't know who they are or I feel like I have to provide for them. I think being in a relationship is a two-way street and you are going to share responsibilities, some that you're going to take the burden of dealing with more or, you know, your partner is going to be dealing with certain other aspects more. Uh, especially when you talk about having a family. But if you're just talking about a life partner, 
I don't care what you can provide as long as you can take care of yourself and you're a whole person and you're, you have purpose with your own life. I don't care what you could provide for me. I care about who you are. What are your values? Like, can Ooh. we have a good time together? I know Reddy's in the tight race like me. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel realistically people care more about what you can provide than who what you, you are. What you think is more important. Oh, I def- I- well, I definitely think who you are is more important. But I'm just trying oh. to think about realistically about how people think in terms of dating and who they look as viable partners that they want to spend the rest. I think what you can provide, even it's if people don't want to admit it, is a big part in terms of how people decide if they're going to invest with somebody. Like, And there's a lot of different ways you can put that, too. It's not even necessarily what they can provide, but sometimes it's what are their ambitions or what is it that they were trying to do with their life. All of that kind of plays a part in terms of saying what they can provide. But I, I kind of lean a little more towards people feeling that more than your personality like your personality may not necessarily put food on the table well i mean if you're talking about what they can when you're talking about what they can provide obviously you're talking about strictly money because i I mean yeah provide because i I mean to me uh you know relationships i've had in the past that, that you know i've i've been told that i provide emotional stability or i provide like emotional support which is important and which is important, but apparently it wasn't important enough. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a matter of like, if, if you're talking about strictly what, you know, what can they provide, then you're looking for something external. I'm not looking for anybody to provide anything for me, but if that's what your priority is, then we're not, so, but then we're not for each other. Can I, can I ask you though, like, does what they do for a living or if they're just not doing anything at all with their life, does that not play a part in it for you or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That definitely plays a part. Okay. See, this is a thing. Like, I think when people hear what they provide, they're thinking just money. But for me, like, yeah. and, and they're also thinking of it in the opposite way. They're thinking it's a great person who can't, pro- or it's a bad person who, a great person who can't provide a lot. Yeah, right. I think that's that's what I'm thinking. Or a bad person who can't provide a lot, right? right. So, Or who can provide a lot. So they're like, okay, cool. Like, I want to be with this this bad person because they can provide me with all these things. But, like... There's like situations where it's also the opposite. It's a mm-hmm. great person who can't necessarily provide the greatest things. And at the end of the day, love can only bring you so far. Like love, like love is genuinely never enough. Like let's be mm-hmm. realistic here. Do you so, agree with that solitaire? Uh, present. Yes. And accounted for. Okay. That is correct. So love, yeah. is, love is not always no, enough. Love is, love is not love is the, love is the novel. It's the fairy tale. It's like, it's right. the bow on the, on the, on the box, but uh, the life is what's in the box. Exactly. And you could love someone like so much, but still at the end of the day, like what they can provide is nothing. And that puts more pressure on you in the relationship to both bring all the love that they're bringing as well as make up for what they're not providing. So for me, it's like a very tight race between the two. And I do think emotional stability and support plays into that providing for me. It's, it's not really about, I guess it kind of about money. Like, yes, you want someone who has a good job, a good career, like, um, but I also want someone who's emotionally there. Like I want right. someone who has emotions who can cry or like, you know what I mean? Right. Like those kind of things are important. So it's kind of hard. Like, this is a tough one for me. Like, I feel like they're both pretty important. Okay, let's if move you, on. If you, had to cho- if you had to choose between the two, what would you choose, Nina? Come on, we had to choose. Mm-hmm. I feel like, 
uh, you could change both things, but I feel like it's harder to change a person than it is for what they can provide. So there honestly, you go. yeah, like honestly, off of experience, I'm going to see what they provide. Okay. That's what the next um, question there. So the next question is, uh, okay, so how about what he said about being a certain age and being single? Because he's like, oh, if you meet someone who's fine and 30, ask yourself why they're still single. But you're telling your guys not to date anybody until they're out of the league. So isn't yeah. that counterproductive to what he's saying? Yes, it is absolutely counterproductive. I think that he talks because he likes to hear himself talk and he likes the attention. But do you do you think there's nothing there to it, though, in terms of him saying that yeah, you're not going to find your wife in the NBA because people are going to be wanting to date his sons basically because they're famous, rich, and in the NBA? Like, I've heard many basketball players or professional athletes say this, that, or even just celebrities in general, especially men, they're, they're never sure sometimes if the person that they're with is with them because of who they are or because of what they can provide. And, you know, take LeBron James as an example. He's lucky that his wife that he's with, he's been with her from before he was rich and famous, right? Mm -hmm. So that's not often the case with NBA players or professional athletes in general. So, Well, I mean, let's be, you know, LeBron James has been, you know, recruited since he was like, what nine ten years old like but i think he, he, i think he, i think he married his high school sweetheart though yeah yeah did. i know i know i know but it's it, let's let's not pretend like he was ever regular he was never regular oh, okay well still <laughs> he was never regular he but i'm pretty sure he doesn't have any misgivings or any thoughts about whether or not she's with him for who he is as a person as opposed to She's going out with him because he's quote unquote LeBron James, which I think, you know, I, I hear I understand the, the apprehension. But I think to me, what you focus on in your life is what you will attract. And if your lifestyle projects this idea of wealth and extravagance, then naturally that's what you that's the type of person who wants that lifestyle for themselves. And I think that's when you have to start being cautious about who you're you're giving that energy to but i mean if you live a life that that is true to what your values are and it's not based on money or like monetary things i think you i think you'll find it very easy to find someone who is really there for who you are and not mm-hmm. for what you have it's not easy for these guys though man like i i don't i think the way he's saying it it doesn't sound good but i think there's a little merit in what he's saying and he is looking out for his kids so yeah, there's yeah. merit. There is definitely there is definitely merit. It's, it's a case by case basis, though. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, this week's edition of No Better Take. Ah, that was a that was an Curated, insightful. Little... Assisted by Ready. Sure. That was a that was an insightful discussion, more than I expected it to be, I and mean, we actually yeah. ran out of time on that. And ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. That is our show for this week. What did we uh, learn we today? Talk... We learned that uh, we're doomed ultimately I in guess. the grand scheme of things, we're but at not... least. At... At least if you're going to go, there is a lot of opportunities, if you're vaccinated, to uh, go with a smile. Well, we're going to have to keep an eye and see what happens with Alberta because this is going to be interesting. Yeah, and I really want to hear what people have to say about those numbers, but I already know. I already know. But uh, let's not let's not close out on that note. Let's close out on a, on a positive note that, uh, listen – uh there's love to be had out there there's safety to be had out there there's lives to be lived out there don't listen to celebrities and don't listen to celebrities and vote last but not least more you know get out there and cast your vote if you don't vote you don't have a say all right make sure you can't complain about anything exactly all right ladies and gentlemen that is our show for this week 
On behalf of DJ Ready Fox and No Better Nina, I am Solitaire. This has been Hashtag, and we will be back once again next week right here on Vibe 105 at 10 a.m. to bring you all the good stories and joys of the week. All right? Have a great week, and we'll be back next week. Take care. Yay. We are clear. Can we get the fuck out of here? Oh, yeah, yeah, we can get the fuck out of here. You know what? Quickly, I'm, I'm going to try to see if I can go get a quick run of basketball. How do you like what? them apples? You're crazy. Uh, out in oh, Vaughn. Clearly your elbow what? must be fine in now. Vaughn? Yeah, yeah. Your elbow yeah, must it's, be. It's gone, yeah, I've been taking, uh, it's gone way, way, way down. I'm Am I supposed to stop recording? Arm. Yeah, you stop recording. We're done. Okay. Recording oh, we, we're stopped. Still- Oh, okay, shit. Well, it's okay. It's okay. I well, never use the podcast That's segment. okay. Well, we're still in podcast time now, but Nina just stopped recording for the video stuff. But yeah, you're speaking your business to the podcast listeners still, just so they know. Yeah, no, I was just saying my arm, um, it, I've been on anti-inflammatories and antibiotics. People so might be wondering my... why you're talking about your arm in this way. You might as well tell them, give them the, the quick so rundown. So I, uh, I, uh, it's one of those things, life happens uh, at when you least expect it. I got what I... COVID what in the elbow. A... <laughs> he got COVID. He got the COVID. He got the elbow variant. No, he got Stranger Things going on in his arm. Stranger Things. Yeah, I showed I showed Nina where I showed Nina. It was pretty graphic, but you know, it's one of those things in a in a in a weird in a weird twist of fate. You know, what was it, originally a very minor injury? I banged my elbow and I got a little bit of fluid in there. Um, it swelled up with some fluid, but overall, I was my arm was fine. I was able to like I was working out. But it out, was swollen, huge balloon like. Not and- yet, not yet. That was that's what I'm saying. I it was only just a fluid in the elbow. Everything else was fine. I was literally working out and carrying on. But my when it really started to go south was when I first had the fluid drained the first time. I had it drained. It was still a little, I guess it was a little swollen or it might have been a little irritated because it was draining fluid. Okay. But then quickly, a though, week and a good. half after that, <laughs> you asked. Yeah, but yeah, but you're going into so much detail. A week after that, it started to swell to double the size. And then Weirdo Nina in our <laughs> in our group chat was like, send me a pic. I want to see. Why and is I that was like, weird? I wanted to see what it looked like. Why? Because I never heard of somebody banging their elbow and getting fluid in it. Like, what's going on? Okay. It was called, it's a condition called bursitis. It basically, the, the, the fluid swells up to protect the elbow. It's just like, uh, what do you need to see a picture of it? Bro, you should have seen it, though. I'm going to forward it to you one day. No, 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 no. No, you <laughs> won't. Oh, no, 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 no. It could be kind of quick. Anyway, so that being said, um, the swelling and the whatever, the infection that was in my arm as a result went... It, I don't I don't know if it's completely... I would say it's completely gone because the swelling is completely gone. I can okay. see the veins Good enough for you to go... Remember that, Nina? Remember how my hand looked? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Completely... So completely gone. good enough that you can actually go play basketball now. So that's pretty good. Just just gently, just to kind of you know, I've been wanting, I've been feening to play basketball. I would since, love to like, play basketball, year. man. I'm yeah. gonna play soccer on Sunday. So, okay. oh nice. With nice, vaccinated nice. people or unvaccinated people? I don't really know, but I'm vaccinated, so I don't give a shit. Okay, mm-hmm. I want to go see uh, the movie. I want to go see Shang Chi in the theater. Oh. I heard it's really good. Yeah, I, I I, it's been getting movie. great reviews. It's available to watch online now. Not that I'm encouraging anybody on the podcast listening us to us to <laughs> pirate or anything like that, but it is online now if you want to watch it. Uh, um, what they call a factoid. Um, what's his name again? The Yeah, yeah, Mateen and something. 
No, that's not his name, man. The 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 guy who plays Shang Shang. Simo Liu. Oh, C- oh, I thought you were talking about Candyman. Yeah, Simo Liu. Simo Simo Liu. Liu. I uh, Jung. he is uh, he has been to my studio before he blew up. You know, I think this was Correct. early early days of uh, no for singing. He's actually a very good singer. Wow, he He's sang on the soundtrack for Shang Chi. I don't watch that stuff, you guys. You know this. <laughs> but he you don't sang watch Marvel song- movies. No, if I'm you, not a. Come on, bro. I watch Teen Mom. Like, what do you think I watch? Okay. If you if you look it up, I'll see if I can dig up the link. But I I produced a song for him and a group of his uh, actor friends. It wasn't his song. It was actually uh the, it was a uh, one of his friends. But they sang a song that I produced called "Better Be Vegetarian." It's like what? A com- it's a it's a it's a whole like comedic skit. It's like a ten minute long like comedy skit, and then at the end of it, it's a song. I'll send you the link, but he's in. He's in that song. You're blackmailing that with that. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's just a weird connection. So to see him, like I remember when he was at my studio, to see him be like at the height of Marvel Universe is amazing. Astounding. Yeah, that's part of the reason too why I'm willing to go to the theater to go see it. It's only available in theaters, but yeah, like I binge watched all of Kim's Convenience. That was hilarious and all that stuff. And he's from Bro, Toronto. People at work, people at, sorry, not to cut you off. It's okay. People at, people at work think I look like Pastor Nina from Kim's Convenience. No, you don't. That's no. what I said I don't. And they no. now they keep laughing and they call me Pastor Nina. Yeah, no, well, oh, that's God. cool. But yeah, no, you do not look anything like her. But I no. agree. Thank you. She's a black woman. Oh, Lord. I just don't look like her at all. Yeah. Okay, let's get yeah. out of here. All right, uh, you heard the man. We are out of here, ladies and gentlemen. This has been our, you know, it's been a day of the week. What day of the weekend is? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Let's just go, man. All right, we're out, man. We're out. Listen, we appreciate y'all. Much love. uh, And we'll be back again next week. This is hashtag uncensored. Peace.